Welcome to the Go Forth and Amplify podcast from DeskWardsUK.com, part of the Inspired Disorder Collective. We are in no way affiliated with Brian Redband's original setup, but he inspired us to do this podcast. This week, me, Ben Burrows, at Brit Podcaster on Twitter, and Declan Edward Whiteside, at The Anarchist Undead on Twitter, are going to try and blow your fucking minds. Now, as they say in the United Kingdom of Northern Ireland and Great Britain and the Commonwealth, let us start this motherfucker. Oh shit, there's been an Amber Alert, everybody is outraged, everybody is saddened. My opinion of the Amber Alert, I personally think it's a good thing. Um, imagine if, I mean, it, it's hard for me to explain to you that because you don't have kids, but imagine, imagine having a kid and the goes missing, you're going to want as many people as possible to know that your kid's missing with a description, potential, uh, have you seen the app for it? Potential fucking yeah. person who's, am I boring you already? No. Fucking one minute in, you're yawning. Uh, a potential th- person who's p- uh, potentially kidnapped your kid, and there's an app out where you, if you see the car or you see the bird, <coughs> uh, person who's kidnapped him or you see your child, you, there's a button you press and it updates uh, to 911 and it gives you your GPS location out straight away. Yeah. I personally think the idea is good. It's a good idea. All the added on shit about people not downloading the app or getting the app, um, getting the app uh, to to send out alerts. I mean, what was it? Hundred thousand people had yep. an alert, and the majority of them didn't have it set up. Yep. And the majority of them were in bed at one o'clock in the morning, yep. and they were woke up by the noise we just played, which is a horrific noise. It sounds like the end of the world, like you said. You're expecting to see a tripod come over the fucking mountains <laughs> in front of you, aren't you? Because yep. it's fucking more of the world shit. It just proves how much manipulation of your technology is at the hands of people who want to contact you at any time. I, it does stink a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah. The I think one of the main arguments behind it, though, is I know you said you agree with it on certain points. On principle. The principle is a great principle. A lot of people might argue, though, that the Amber Alert is useless unless said person is in that area. Because by the time that Amber Alert went out, he was in Idaho. Because that's where they caught him. He was in a different state. He was already gone. So did Idaho get the alerts? Do we know? No, it was just California. It was just. It California. just went off in that that cell phone area of that part where the house where it happened, where her family was killed and she was missing. It's shitty but, that people who didn't activate it still got the notification anyway. Yeah. I mean. That means there's something obviously embedded in people's phones, mm-hmm. regardless whether you have an app or not. That can be activated by whatever government agency yeah. wanted to. It just proves that they can track it at any point, uh, wherever you are. I, I think I think it infringes, but the principle of it is an excellent idea. Where it goes on from that, whatever shit they can do as well. Imagine, imagine if they could um, give you an electric shock on your phone. Imagine mm-hmm. if they're chasing you and they can say, right, he's got an iPhone, let's fucking, he's got 100% battery, let's send out a pulse from that battery, which will immobilise him for us mm-hmm. to catch him. Just press the button and his phone just goes, because that's potentially the, could happen if they ever get to the point in technology, but the technology's there. Do you reckon could do that? Turn your iPhone into a fucking conductor or something? <laughs> fucking hell, you just don't fucking know, do you? But I think one of the main things that would worry me about that type of a system is Let's say, um, it did say though in, in the law that they passed for the Amber Alert system in America, which automatically passed on January the 1st, by the way. Yeah. No votes, just automatically passed. Mm-hmm. They did say 
that it's automatically passing. It's got to be on phones. Um, and obviously the iPhone has it just on anyway. It's on by default. It's on and installed by default. That's that why stinks, it, doesn't that's it? That's why everybody fucking uh, went mad about it. It's outrageous. But it is, it's outrageous. One of the things but that worry me... the principles of it is good. Yeah, yeah I suppose so. But it's, I think it's only good for fucking hurricanes and tornadoes. Not fucking kid going missing. What do you mean? Fucking like getting kid, weather alerts? Let's face facts. In, let's, let's say in California... I wonder how many kids go missing in California a day. I bet it's a fucking lot. Really? I bet it's fucking shitloads. What shitloads? Well, fucking... There's nearly 10,000 kids go missing in this country every fucking year. Every year, 10,000 yeah, kids? every year. Well, why did they only pick certain ones? Because they fucking usually have middle-class fucking families who know someone in the fucking know, usually. Well, let's take, for example, the McCanns. I mean, it, that's got to believe... But that's got to be a global story, hasn't it, the McCanns? Yeah. Uh, two doctors. Yeah. Decided to go for a meal a hundred yards away from the hotel room. Yeah. When they come back from the meal, the three-year-old daughter was missing. The two-year-old, uh, the one-year-old babies, the twins, were still in the court. Mm-hmm. They've never been arrested. They've been questioned. Yeah. And they've been put out there as a suspect, which you would expect in a child adoption case. If it was a couple who were on the dole, do you reckon they would have had? More, I don't know, more media attention, negative media attention than the two doctors did, the two middle class doctors. <coughs> well, arguably upper class doctors had, because it seems to me like they've been let, <laughs> they've been let off very lightly with the media. Yeah. They could have ripped them apart. Who, the, the, what they said is, what type of parent fucking leaves the kid and fucks off for the dinner, um, in a different fucking part of the fucking complex. Well, obviously you had the thing. A couple of months later, didn't you? That I can't even remember the name of a girl. That the Count the Dolly. Oh yeah, that, uh, that Shannon. Girl. And then it turned yeah, Shannon. Shannon Matthews. Yeah. Then it turned out in the end it was fucking the a mum and a mum a mum and her uncle knew about it and yeah. fucking had kidnapped her. Yeah. No, does does why they don't. Fucking yeah, now they're us. in jail. But I don't know that there does seem to be that um, if somebody's from a more upper class family. They get much more media attention, you know. Positive media attention. Yeah, you know, relatively speaking, you know, for example, you know, there's, there's fucking things that, in your your bad areas, for example, a kid might be missing for like eight, nine days, by which point they've been found mm-hmm. dead. Mm-hmm. And that's all that happens on the news. Oh, blah, 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 I was found, you know, 14-year-old daughter sexually assaulted, dead in a ditch. That's it. Does your media attention? The mm. others seem to get on the media within fucking two days before they've been found. Then a week later they've been found, and in that time they've had a week of media. So do you think then that the Amber Alert should only be for people who have uh, downloaded the app and activated it? Do you think there should be no type of breaking news like uh, this is going on in your area? We need help. I think there should be an override for fucking something serious. For example, hurricane, tornado tripods coming over the mountain you know mm-hmm. stuff like that definitely you know I, I agree with it on principle on that one of the things that worries me though is think about it imagine if that amber alert system overrides everybody's phone in that area for a cell phone block now let's say it's the center of fucking new york right yeah which arguably it's probably going to reach six seven million people mm-hmm. within that fucking square square two or three miles that's a lot of people um, about eight million you know, people and, ima- and you know, imagine if someone got hold of it and you know and it's fucking you know Amber Alert and release fucking something 
insane. You know, something that just causes mass panic. All right, Amber Alert is actually named after a kid called Amber who went missing. And yeah. the, um, they're not protested, but they, um, they recommended that they have an Amber Alert when a kid goes missing. That's why they implemented it. But if they had an alert, like a, a warning, a warning system out there for all uh, mobile phones, like this, uh, for example, there's a nuclear bomb on the way, mm-hmm. find shelter. Imagine if somebody hacked that system. Oh, that's what I mean. You know, fuck it now. It would cause mass panic. The market would bomb the in mar- seconds the markets would fucking bomb definitely fucking 90% of women fucking get raped within a day fucking people would loot everything yeah people would rob everything people would kill people without fucking, firing one bullet um, without firing one bullet you could p- bring about mass panic I know um, and that's just facts no offence intended towards Americans but I bet they'd fucking panic more than anybody else why but over here we'd fucking we'd be relatively Calm compared to them. You fucking joking? No way. We would, we would shit. Yeah, everybody would shit. You know, yeah. No, no, no. We don't have no that. guns though. So many people in the countryside who have guns. I know. Well, that's what I mean. So, relatively speaking, you wouldn't be too bad. It'd just be people with guns who'd be fucking. But over there, fucking. And up. people going out fucking. They'd be going out fucking with everything. Yeah, taking people down, protecting the property. Yeah. You know, fucking hell. The. Do you reckon it'd be easy to hack? <laughs> I, I doubt it. I, I really do doubt it. But everything's manipulatable, isn't everything's it? Everything's manipulatable. Yeah, definitely. But I just, I just don't agree with it. I, it just doesn't feel right the, at all. The, yeah, I agree. The principle, uh, the principle seems like a good idea, but it's impossible to implement well. I think if they went about it the right way and said, on everybody's phone, we are going to be able to do an Amber Alert, and this is something you can't. Um, you can't opt out of everybody. Mm. In, everybody in the the world uh, needs to have this Amber Alert on the. I think if they went about that way and people were prepared for it and knew about it, it would be a little bit more acceptable. There were still, excuse me, there were still people pissed off at the fact that they're being told that they need to accept something from a government agency or yeah. from the government themselves. But I, I, I think it would be uh, maybe a little bit uh, better received if they yeah. said, listen, this is what we are doing. The mm. fact that it just come on as a surprise to people who didn't know anything oh. about it. Especially at one o'clock in the oh, morning. Oh, fucking hell. Imagine if that went... Uh, what I want to know is, what happens if people have the phone on silent? Did it still... Did it override the silent tone? I don't know. I'm sure I read an article that said it, it they went off regardless. Um, wonder, regardless of your volume. I wonder if... What about people whose phones were turned off? If they turned it on, well, imagine it, that you're just I getting know. fucking ridiculous there, aren't you? Because they can do that, you know. They can turn on people's yeah. remote uh, phones um, remotely. They can track them remotely when they're off. Do you know when I go for a shit and I'm playing on my phone, I put my finger over the camera. <laughs> for fuck's sake, I fucking believe that as well. Because there's nothing worse when you're playing with your phone and having a shit, and you've just got a feeling that somebody's watching you. <laughs> I don't have that problem. Have you never had that problem before? No, that somebody could quite potentially be. Uh, be watching you while you're if, if somebody wants to fucking sit there watching me have a shit, fucking let There's going to be people then. out there who are into that. There's people out there who are into that splashing, and there's going to be one or two of them that's infiltrating certain government ages, <laughs> GC, GCHQ. What's the latest with all that palaver? Isn't Germany supposed to be giving information to uh, the NSA? And well, GCHQ has received £100 million pounds yeah, funding um, from uh, that, the NSA. That was the last news, the £100 million pound thing that... The GCHQ had been given 100 million funding by the NSA for pulling its own weight in Europe, generally speaking. You know, did you see some of the stuff that GCHQ did? No. You know, now the facts have started coming out. Some of the proper ones. They spied on the fucking UN building. They fucking planted bugs in the room to hear 
Russian Russian meetings and stuff like that in the fucking meetings so they could hear what was going on behind and the diplomatic are you surprised no not at all are but you it's shocked? still wrong yeah it's you still know? wrong they're shocked um, no not in the slightest but it's like we're going backwards isn't it do you, you know what, think, think we're going fucking backwards yeah in uh, diplomatic relations between countries why are we so fucking angry with each other countries or not even angry just so fucking wary of each other it, it's going to be the nukes is it? it's got to be the nukes it's got to be the nukes I'm, I don't know it, it's 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 a difficult one generally, but I think the gist of it is is that we fucking relatively don't like each other because we're not the fucking same. You know, what I see. I disagree with you. Though, you know, we are all the same. I know. But I, I, don't, I don't. I don't take a shit at the end of the day. No, I, I don't mean in that type of not the same. Anything. We're just different it, morals, different ethics. Yeah, different morals, different ethics, different, different religions. In quite a lot of cases, let's face facts, different colours. That does yeah. come into play with a whole lot of stuff. Let's. Mm. You know, you don't see us fucking go inside and not fuck out of other white people, do you? Really, really rare. That's true, that, you, you know. know. In recent Anglo. 60 years. You know, very rare. When was the last, you know, let's face facts, what have you got? Korea, right? Yeah, Asians. Uh, fucking hell, how many Arab countries? Yeah. How many Arab countries the have we Asian had world, yeah. Vietnam. We never, nobody ever bothers with, like, the Africans, do they? There's not really massive troops on the ground for an invasion. There's a lot of shit, bad shit going on there. I think one of the main things with Africa as well, though, is that, to our knowledge, there's nothing there except for diamonds. And gold. For us. And platinum. Diamond and gold and platinum. But, generally speaking, we've all got our own, own stuff of that. We've got our own gold mines. In the know, UK? You know, South America's got a hell of a lot of gold oh, mines. No, oh, no. And a lot of them are owned by us. UK itself, not... USA or anything like that. Us, uh, we own a hell of a lot of gold mines in like Peru and places like that. Argentina. Really? Yeah. Argentina? How do British companies have yeah, footholds in Argentina? Um, how did you, how did, what's your source, the Times? Uh, well, I own shares in one of the companies that had the biggest gold mine in Argentina. Um, and that's UK. Uh, Minera IRL and it's UK listed. Um, and is it a profitable company? Yeah, yeah. And the well, shares well, going up? Currently the share price is on its fucking arse. Yeah, Hasn't the share price of gold fell like something ridiculous, like two hundred dollars? Uh, it's down. But it's down forty percent now. It, the price of gold is down forty percent. Mm. I know it did hit a high of one thousand nine hundred dollars an ounce. Yeah, and uh, there was a. What I'm was sure it? it's about fourteen hundred and something now. There was a thirty percent drop, and it's the biggest drop in something like I don't know, yeah. X amount of years. Well, what, what's happened? Oh yeah, this is what I read. Right, um, somebody flooded the market with paper gold. Right, mm-hmm. and that is uh, gold that's on paper in different vaults that come onto the market. But apparently, some some economist somewhere is saying, or some expert somewhere is saying that the amount of paper gold that's flooded the market doesn't add up to the amount of gold that's in the vaults. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So there seems to be more paper than there is physical stock yep. somewhere. I can't stand. Who sit there and come up with the idea? I know what I'm going to do. We're going to do paper gold. So instead of saying I've got. 60 ounces of gold in this vault I'm going to put 60 ounces of gold on the market you're going to say I've got 60 ounces of gold in this vault but over in New Zealand I've got 60 ounces of gold over there so yep. I'm going to have two papers and put the paper onto the market and people are going to buy them but it's going to stay in those vaults the the, the gold price has plummeted now a good part of that reason is economic improvement generally you know in the last six nine months you know a lot of countries especially us re- we have really started showing good Good signs. Yeah, but people at the bottom um, end of the chain wouldn't say that, though. No, they wouldn't. But let's face facts: people at the bottom end of the chain are never going to say it's going good, and they're never going to say yeah, it's looking good. That's true. Uh, but anyone, people pre a couple of years before the recession, were still fucking yeah, on no, their ass. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. The but with the, that's that's part of the reason the gold 
falling, but literally with gold, it's always been the way. It fucking bombs. It fucking bombs, and it just flatlines and gold dead cheap. And all of a sudden, it just goes straight it up. It seems to have been riding bombs a high again. for a while. Or? Um, this is the one of the longest highs they've had, but I think the last one was eighty six, eighty seven. Right. Uh, again, before a massive recession. Yep, and, and just it, after the massive and it literally during the recession it fucking rocketed and then literally it just fucking bombed it fucking went down about 80% and then it was like for 10 years and then all of a sudden it started coming up towards us again then Gordon Brown sold it so we were they, we were, then we were like he's never got up. over that that's going to follow um, him round like a slippery fucking car forever isn't it he, it was a stupid decision gold prices had increased by about 15% at the time and any economist will tell you if gold prices increase by 15% in this amount of time it's going to increase by about another 100% why did he want the money? F- fuck knows why probably, did he want the money to pay pro- debts? probably to fucking bankroll all the Bullshit fucking policies. Anybody know any figures of what, how much exactly you sold? Can you recall? I'm we're sure. Talking, I'm talking billions. I'm sure it was 1.6 billion at the time. That it? Uh, and that it, was, it? And it was worth nearly fucking 10 billion by the time the, by the time the gold price was at its peak. Why would you sell? How much gold did he sell exactly? Well, one point, I, can't, I can't remember what 1.6 I mean, billion what, what was What percentage worth. of gold was, was that in our stock? I think we've got a good fucking 400 billion stock of gold at the moment in the bank. Yeah, but it's not all our gold, is it? We're no, no, it's, it's our own reserve. We've our got a fiscal reserve of 400 yeah, billion. Yeah, we've got, we we hold it for others, but... Golden Brown, fiscal. not Golden Brown, David, David fucking Rebecca lose Cameron, right? This is what you need to do. If you've got 400 billion pounds worth of gold in the Bank of England, sell it sell it and get our fucking national debt down and just start fucking mining more like a motherfucker. We don't want... We don't care that you got £400 million of gold. What we care about is fucking gas prices at £1. Fucking nearly 40 a litre. <laughs> the, uh, but why has he got that gold? Why is he sitting on it? Well, every country's got massive gold reserves. They all do. And uh, all China's buying up all the gold. Yeah, they uh, do. India's got still got the biggest import. In- India's still stockpiling gold like a motherfucker they have been doing for 50 fucking years. Why? I don't know, they just do. I honestly couldn't say that. I'm presuming it's the way that the rich in them countries lead the lifestyle because the rich in India are oh, fucking no. rich. The poor are fucking poor. Oh, no. You know, poverty lines completely different to this country. Fuck well, you. I'm saying that though, the minimum wage in this country is unsurvivable. I mean, it's, a, it's the same in the yeah, other countries. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah. I think uh, the livable, win- the, what the minimum wage should be in this country for people to be able to live by themselves is about £7.20. Yeah. What's it rocking in at now for, for like the, I don't know. 6 51, I think. Six fifty two something like that. I don't know what, I was reading something online. It, it, it's day. not as bad as the American one, though. I know. That's what I was going to say. I was reading something online. If the American win- minimum wage would have kept up with inflation from the 1980s, uh, the minimum wage should be what, $21. Yeah. $21 an hour. What is it? Fucking nine? Something like that. Is it something like that? Nine dollars? It's definitely less than ten. You know, and, uh, le- when you consider that... Actually, I think theirs might be very similar um, to ours, roughly. Right. You know, and it, In pounds? N- not in, not including, you know, the exchange price, but I'm sure it's fucking seven dollars something an hour you know minimum wage is it seven dollars is like fucking five quid an hour it's less than that isn't it someone offered, someone offered me five quid an hour i'd be a fucking criminal you know I'd, I'd, i really would you will turn to crime wouldn't you fucking hell i'd rather 
Yeah, I wouldn't fucking at least at least then I go to prison. Fucking not have to fucking spend money in there. I was something else I saw online. It was like forty nine states or forty eight states in the US where if you were on minimum wage, you couldn't have a property. Mm-hmm. You couldn't even rent on minimum yeah. wage. It was unbelievable. There's like two states where you could rent. Yep. just on minimum wage. It's like in this country now, though. Uh, you find more and more people are house sharing. Mm-hmm. Andy, yeah, lot. good style, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's always been popular for people to rent houses uh, and like two, three, maybe four people live in it. But now people are buying houses as well, and it's not necessarily the couple; they're just trying yeah. to get onto the property ladder and sharing for ten years, making a bit of money, yeah. and then selling the house. Some, some people, so, well, let, let's face facts, right? Unless you had an amazing job, if you do not get with somebody, as in you know a, a future wife or something like that, there's no way you could fucking afford to buy a house. Now that our mortgage has fallen, uh, I could live in the house by myself, paying all the bills that we've got now. But it'd be I, fucking skint, though, wouldn't I wouldn't you? have one penny to myself. Yeah. I've, I mean, I've, I've, I've number crunched it myself. I'd have about 60 quid a month. I mean, I would. Say, I don't think I've got that. I think I've got like £8 a month. I mean, my me, uh, me council tax would fall. Okay, you get 25% off your council tax yeah, you if you live by yourself. Used to be 50%. I would have one less phone bill to pay. Uh, I'd be using less petrol. Uh, food will probably stay the same if it was for myself because even though I've purchased £200 a month our food bills like fucking £600 a month <laughs> uh, food would probably stay the same um, what else I would be using less gas I'd be using a lot less electricity so I think I'd probably be about I don't know I'd have like £120 a month for mm. myself fucking that's terrifying that's probably what I budgeted mine at that's terrifying that isn't it so how much how much do you reckon you need to earn before you can live by yourself? Then about forty thousand comfortably. Yes, definitely forty grand. Not only that, the main point you find then though is anybody who's on forty grand, you can guarantee would not live in a little town like this. Yeah. The vast majority, most of them, will be towards the cities. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the house prices start rising. And they're usually married, aren't they? You know, or they're living with somebody. You know, I'd rather live in this house right now, which is worth fucking hell. Well, I bought it for fuck all, like, but. Worth a hundred and odd thousand pound now mm. compared to is a it, house. What, is it in the one thirties? Is it uh, one sixteen? Um, the it's worth one hundred and sixteen thousand. That's the, crazy. That means there's houses just past the uh, so cheap. Just behind, just behind the uh, past the bridge, just going into Speak. Uh, you know the main bridge going into Liverpool, which says "Welcome to Liverpool." When you yeah. go under that, there's houses there which are slightly bigger than this, the quarter of a million pound, and they're in a fucking shit hole. It's, it's a regeneration zone. Yeah. Fucking hell, there must be druggies and everything all over the place. I can't understand why it's quarter of a million pounds, though. Why, why is it just because of where it is in Liverpool? It's bang on the M60. Literally, it's 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 bang. Literally, it's about 300 yards away from the M62. You know, being able to connect to it. Mm. But the road that it's on is a 30 mile an hour road. Know. You know where it goes from 70 to 30. Yeah. And you've got the bridge to well, you know, goes from, show it. It goes from 70 to 50. To, to 40 to 30. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got a speed camera. Now, them houses, though, with that speed camera in fucking dead expensive I can't stand that because it's I not can't. really a desirable place to live isn't it alright you've got the connection to the motorway but you're living right next to a motorway do you know. know what I mean the main fucking um, li- see that motorway that is the link to the, the fucking rest of the UK isn't I it know. see links to Scotland you're linked to Manchester you're linked to Birmingham you're linked to fucking Preston you name that's, it that's it that's why a good few people are starting to move to this fucking town because bang in the middle yeah. you've got motorway going that way you've got a motorway over that fucking bridge going that way yeah. and the end of this motorway is another fucking motorway that goes up, up both ways up the fucking country. Yeah. You've got a fucking motorway that connects everywhere. I know it is. It is the official, and the original community here, town, isn't it? And in this town currently, this close to cities, you can still buy land. You can still build your own house yeah. if you've got enough money. You know, 
Oh, if you really f- feel like being foolish, you can buy them fucking half a million pound houses up there. Mate, it's um, inexpensive to buy land and buy a house. I know. And okay. see if you've got a hundred thousand pound cash, right? If you can get a mortgage for a hundred thousand pound, or you can get a hundred thousand pound, you can buy a piece of land for between twenty and fifty thousand pound, and you can build an unbelievable house for fifty thousand. An unbelievable house for fifty thousand pound. The um, and still furnish it. And all the. Uh, the patches of land where they've just built their new houses. I know we're going off subject for the pod for the people who are watching now, like they probably don't have a fucking clue what we're on about. But the pieces of land that up there, those new houses are built on, the half a million pound of puff houses. Do you want to know how much that was going? You know the land, the per plot where them houses are going for. I worked it out the other day with my dad. Two thousand three hundred pound per plot of the house. You know where the houses are being built. Mm. Two thousand three hundred quid. And they sell You'd have fucking ninety-seven pound. grand. You could build a fucking those, castle. Those houses. I'm willing to put my fucking mortgage on it. Those houses never cost more than £40,000 to build. Mm-hmm. Not in a million years. Not in a million years. When I, uh, in 2001, when I worked for a utility company planning, I used to plan where um, the electric mains were going to run. Existing existing electrical supplies were going to run to brand new street lighting on uh, on uh, new housing estates, right? And I was speaking to some of the developers and he said, this these houses are being sold for 220,000. These are like big fucking houses. These are like quarter of a million pound houses now. Being sold for 220,000 and they didn't cost no more than 28 grand to build each. Mm-hmm. Bricks, labour, toilets, kitchen, 28,000 pounds to build. Yep. Selling for 220,000. How is the ass fell out the like, country when these money transferring around like that? The, um, I seen it. Um, well, technically, though, think about it. Money's not being transferred around like that. It's all fucking mortgages. You know, it's all fucking banks lending money. They don't have fucking... Have, so it, know, the developers must be getting the money, though. I know, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, well, as we've fucking seen when the recession hit, the fucking developers have fucking spunked it all. You know, fucking hell, all the fucking house, all the housing companies went to fucking shit. I don't understand that. If um, if a housing company is selling a thousand houses a year at, say, 200,000... Or what's the average house price in the UK? Uh, it's 160 in this part of the country. What's the, what's the uh, it's UK? 240 down. It's 240 down south. So say 180,000. Yeah. It's the average house price. Let's say if a developer sells 1,000 houses a year mm-hmm. at 180,000 pounds, you're talking hundreds of millions of pounds no. a year they're turning over. Like a se- year guaranteed. And there's more transactions than 1,000 fucking house yeah. sales. I mean, in one month they can sell 10,000 houses, can't they? I- the second that the housing market went to shit, they just, the housing companies just couldn't go. They just couldn't do it, you know. All of a sudden, they couldn't sell the houses. They couldn't build anymore, and that was it. They went to fucking shit. They had no fucking cash reserves. They'd fucked it. Pissed it that. all up the fucking wall. You know, like... I didn't ta- know that. Taylor Wimpy, that was one of the biggest housing builders in the world. It's massive in America. It was massive here. I didn't know that either. And that has literally just started making profit after fucking six years. Oh, my fucking um, God. You know, they were making so much profit beforehand and the second the recession hit the share price just went I wish I w- I wish I would have knew um, back in the day not to buy my own fucking stupid new house one of the biggest mistakes I make, made was to buy a fucking new build yep. I wish I had the common sense to get the money that I got and buy land and build my own house uh, can you get a mortgage like that? no you've got you've got to have a physical brick, brick, bricks and mortar to buy um, there's nothing to stop you from fucking Buying the worst, shittiest house you could find, no one knocking the fucking thing down. Oh, that's wouldn't cost much to knock the fucking thing down. That's yeah, but you sense. can't get a hundred and fucking twenty thousand pound mortgage in a house that's worth twenty grand, can you? you? Can't you only get the value of the house? Oh well, yeah, it's a fair point. Um, 
the well yeah yeah you couldn't really um be no real way to do it i would have bought if i knew now i would have bought a council house and would have done it up because we had 30 grand cash reserves yeah um like obviously that's what i did with this house but i got really fucking lucky you know with the timing mm. um your house will pay for itself eventually it's just going to take a bit longer. Yeah, but by the, by the time I fucking paid for the house, I mean, let's say if I'm in it till I'm 50, it's going to work out for like quarter of a million pound that I would have spent. Yeah. Like uh, paying off my mortgage. £250,000 on a £108,000 house. Yeah. It's, it's scandalous, isn't it? Oh, well, yeah. Um, like, I paid 69 for this one. 69000 that's amazing. I paid sixty-nine for this, and I think I'll pay £103,000 at the moment. When I remortgage in a couple of years, I'm hoping to knock it down to what ninety five. Um, so you are going to remortgage again. I'm going to remortgage again. I'm going to reduce the uh, how long it's going to take to pay off. That brings us nicely onto the Bank of England governor. Oh, onto Mark Carney. Yeah. Just tell our viewers about Mark Carney. Who is he exactly? Mark Mark Carney is the Canadian governor of the Bank of Canada. Um, before he came over here, now. George Osborne, our Chancellor, managed to poach him and get him to join here. Now, they did approach him last year All right. to do this, and he turned it down. Why? And they approached him again, and he turned it down. Why? And both times, the reason's not really been given. Right. But both times, they offered more money, more money, more money, more money. Now, he now is on slightly more than what Mervyn King was on. Yeah, I've heard that. Um, not much more. Um, but I think it's going to be more than fucking pay for itself because Mark Carney was a fucking outstanding governor during a crisis and if we start growing now and he's got he's got his head screwed on good he style. seems to be coming at the right time as yeah. the economy was showing improvement like yeah. better than what but analysts predicted M- Mervyn King our old Bank of England uh, governor he wasn't meant for wartime if that makes sense mm. you know he wasn't meant for it he was he was a boom. He was a boom time governor, yeah. you know. And I think he did. I think he handled it relatively well, but he didn't see it coming fast enough. Even though a lot of other people did. Mark Carney said a year before we even went into recession, he said the world is heading for fucking yeah. shit. I think we all saw that. Um, I saw it in two thousand two. Fucking bankers didn't. <laughs> they did. They knew what was. I know coming. what I mean. They didn't never I mean, come out and say. I mean, and literally, they didn't do anything about it. You know, they didn't try anything. Yeah. Um, but. Mark Carney, one of his main policies, even though it was unpopular at the time, when he first started becoming the Bank of Canada governor, he said, right, all banks are weak. The weak. At the time, they were fucking massive profits. Fucking huge profits. Fucking, what, they were what's doing huge shit profits? You know, well, you know the, the multi-billion pound yeah, profits. Yeah, like Barclays was turning over seven and eight billion yeah, pounds. You know, Canada bank, Canada's bank aren't that big. You know, but they were, you know, they were making big profits. You know, loads of mortgages, boom time, boom time, boom time. And he said, right, banks are weak. If the economy goes under, banks are going to go. You know, and it happened in every fucking oh, country. It was horrific, wasn't it? It was absolutely and, horrific. And he went, right, let's say you've got four banks. He went, right, you bank, you bank, you bank, you bank. This year, half your profits, raise capital. Just stash it in your fucking bank, so mm. to speak. Um, Who said that? Matt Carney. Right, okay. That's what he did. Passed it. You fucking... You will make... You will raise cash. And the next year, you will fucking raise cash this year as well. <laughs> and the year after year, and the banks were going fucking mad. You know... But they're not lending or something. And... No, as in literally, their profits, instead of them spending it or investing it, oh. he said, right, capital. 
capital just fucking bonds. You know, mm. fucking put the bonds in. Most of them went into the, funnily enough, fucking the Canadian bonds, you know, the government bonds, you know, the debt of the co- yeah. country. So That's a great idea. You know, and so they were getting dead good interest rates, the government, and the fucking banks were going mad, you know, because they couldn't, they weren't making anywhere near the profits that they were. The profits got lower and lower and lower. They never lost, though. Right. Just. Mm. And then, all of a sudden, now to- you're fucking talking four years down the line now in 2010, when all of a sudden all our governments went, oh yeah, it looks like the fucking economy isn't going to grow again, and the banks aren't going to rescue us, and the banks haven't haven't carried on making profit, because they stopped making profit for fucking years, didn't they? They went, I think we better start raising capital with the banks, so they've all got money, just in case the bank, you know, to stop yeah, them Yeah, we were under. a bit late, weren't we? You know, we were fucking well late, and by then, fucking, the banks of Canada were like that. Fucking ching, ching, shit ching. loads of fucking money. They were like, right, all of a sudden, England and America are like, fucking stop investing, stop buying stuff, stop. And Bank Canada just went, right, we'll buy that, we'll buy that, we'll buy that. <laughs> what did they buy? Well, well, you know, just investing, yeah. just generally investing. You know, let's face facts, like, like uh, one of the best that, um, things was Lloyd's. Lloyd's bought a company called Charter Holdings just to do their insurance side. You know, that was fucking... I'm sure it cost them about three billion. You know, they just bought it, you know, pre recession. And Charles Holdings like held like um direct line, you know, all these different insurance companies, you know. That's just what banks do. Nobody realises it. They don't just invest in loans, you know, they invest in other countries, they invest in, you know, councils, they invest in housing, they invest in shares, they invest in fucking everything. And can you expect to get a return on all this, don't they? And Carney literally just said, It's too risky. You are just going to hold on to that money. You're going to do it, and they were fucking fuming because they couldn't make profit off it. You know, they couldn't make loads of interest oh. off it, and just off the making that only two or three percent a year off these fucking billions of pounds. By the time they started making profit again, their economy didn't get hit as bad anyway. Oh, wow. You know, it didn't get hit as bad as we did anyway. They had a quite a few boom times. They had a good bit of a fracking going on, and you know, other oil reserves and stuff like that. And he. He, 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 I wouldn't say he's single-handedly done it, but he's massively respected in the banking community for what's what he, he did. Done, what's he doing for the UK? Then what? What's he said that you have uh, liked? That you've that you've welcomed with open, open well, arms. The first thing he did was he came when he first got into power, which I believe was the first of July. Mm-hmm. He came in and he gave his first flagship speech, and he said, at the time, every newspaper. Every politician was going, oh, look, the economy's starting to grow. It's getting better. It's getting better. We are out of the woods, blah, blah. And he sat down in this conference. And I don't know if you remember, but he said, more or less, word for word, stop being so fucking optimistic. It could still go wrong. Yeah, I remember. You that. know, just dead down to it. No, just stop being so optimistic. Don't go fucking mad. Don't act like the fucking world's going to be brilliant again. Fucking just, just hold on. You know Shirt prices bombed. I don't know if you remember on that day. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. He said, base it wasn't a downgrade, but it was basically it might not grow that fast. Yeah, I know what the pound now, fell against the dollar. Now that was a win-win because number one, the currency fell for that time, uh, which arguably might have created a bit more growth in the next few months. You know, because people being able to buy stuff for slightly cheaper. Mm-hmm. Um, and then literally, he was he gave another speech last week. Now, by now, it's, it is clearly looking pretty much the fucking economy is going to start fucking rolling again, good style. Um, but it was a win-win for him. He gave out that dead pessimistic speech. And if it all goes to shit, nobody's surprised. Markets don't bomb. Fucking people don't panic. Blah, blah, blah. But if it does go well, people go, oh, right. Bank of Eng- Bank of the governor of the Bank of England was wrong. What, he's, should, you know. what he said about... Um, 
interest rates are going to be frozen for the next three years. I welcome that with open arms. That was great. And he said they will not. We, he will not think of growing them again unless there's 250,000 less people. 750. So, sorry, yeah, three quarters of a million people. He wants, the, he wants the unemployment rate below seven. seven before three. he thinks about it. Oh. That, not blackmails, but that puts employers in a position, or banks in a position where they want to see employment, so yeah. they're going to start lending, aren't they? They're going to start lending like a motherfucker. That's exactly one of the... It, it is a form of, pers- I'd say persuasion, not blackmail. Bribery? Is that bribery, is it? It's a good idea. Now, I know there is risks. I don't know the exact, you know, exact figures on banking or anything like that. You know, I know vague things and everything. I've read a good few articles on it. I know a lot of people have said it is fairly risky, what he's done, if you know what I mean. Um, He does run the risk of banks starting to lend a bit too much again. But if he he pulls it off, like he fucking nearly always does pull stuff like this off. If he pulls it off... In a couple of fucking years, when the unemployment rate starts dropping below 7%, you're going to have farm... Now, they might only be technically employed in your fucking 11, 12 hours a week, something like that, Mm. but the economy is going to be growing good style. Well, there's now contracts out there that are zero-hour contracts, aren't they? dodgy as fuck. That's shitty, that. I'll give you a contract of employment, you're uh, contracted for zero hours a week, so every hour you work over that, you get paid for. That's that's some clever bastards for bringing that in. That's... You see, the thing is, Years ago, there used to be zero-hour contracts. Before these ones that were out, if you know what I mean. These ones are dodgy as fuck. You don't get paid anything. Now I know two people who one who works on pile drivers, one one uh, you know the pile girders into the ground foundations. Um, Now that is thingy. It's the work is dodgy as fuck. Sometimes it just dries up for weeks. Right. They only do you know. It's not like you fucking go and pile drive a fucking girder in the ground for a bastard house they just use fucking concrete yeah. you know it, this is for industrial buildings and it goes through phases you know warehouses are getting built and stuff like that and he travels all over the country now in a working week he gets paid 800 quid for a working week it's, not you bad need, you need a big a proper licence for this like um, and experience and ex, usually ex-army people stuff like that right, but right. he gets paid 800 quid a week if he all of a sudden he might get told though and he's had it before where someone his employer said to him uh, don't need enough for 11 weeks. Holy shit. Right. But he gets standby. He gets 250 quid a week for every week for not working. That's 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 happy. That's happy. You know, so he budgets for 250 quid a week. Every week. Roughly. Now, if he's parked up for 11 weeks, he's fairly skinned. Mm. If you know what I mean. But for every other week that he gets paid, you know, he gets paid good and he's working. Number one, he's away for five days anyway, working away. Paid for by the company and hotels and everything. He'll just uh, thingy then. What his earnings goes in his ass in, pocket. Yeah, you know, it's in his ass pocket and it's extra, you know. But how many how many weeks of the year is he actually working? Is he spending more time working than he is not working? Well, that's that's the that's the problem, isn't well, it? Well, last year he did thirty eight weeks work. That's excellent. Then. Um, the but he said he, he remembers years where he's only done ten weeks work and years where he's done fifty two weeks work. Yeah, he's worked at Christmas, you know, and zero hour contracts like that I absolutely agree with. Because there's a certain you're getting paid for it. There's a yeah. humility part of it, you know. But yeah, it's it's not just that as well. It's it's the fact that that company is saying, right, look, we might not have enough work for you next week. So here's this. Sorry, we don't have enough work for you. Whereas these other zero contracts are, oh, we don't need you this week. Pay as you earn. Yeah, you know, fuck that. I tell them, shove it up their ass. You know, for me, if I didn't have forty hours a week in any job, that's it. I'd probably be fucked. I yeah, I probably be couldn't old. afford it. be old. You know, um, so Mark, Mark fucking Carney, good. 
I'd say very good. Right. 9.5, 9.6% good. Really? You know, um, currently. Well, I mean, I... Uh, I know the down the side that the low interest rates aren't going to be around forever. Yeah. And that when they start rising, it's going to hurt. Do you reckon we're going to see uh, 0.25% every month or something like a year or something when it starts growing again? Or do you reckon it'll go up 1% one six-month period and then another percent well, well, another six-month period? One of the main things I've got to give him that is that works. the way he said it is that there's going to be a lot of people out there, that at least the people who've got their heads screwed on, the type of people who aren't just you know, having a little mortgage or a little this, whatever, and, you know, people who really have money, mm. they're going to be watching this now, you know, and they are going to look for that employment rate and they are only going to start saving or doing this or investing in that, investing in that, round about that point. Now, for me, I am going to fucking wait until that employment rate's down by about 600,000% uh, 600,000 people and then I'm going to remortgage mm. and I'm going to get a five-year pe- product period right. at the half a percent, right. if that makes sense. yeah, yeah. And he knows a lot of people are going to do that. Okay. Which is a very good idea. Right. Because he... Get it before the rise. He brings stability to the economy then. Not only that, a lot of people are going to be tempted right there and then to remortgage then. Right. Now, you've got that point where, theoretically, you're recession-free for at least a decade. Okay. Under every recession from the last hundred years, you know, has never lasted, you know, has never come back after 10 years. You know, it's always been longer than that. It does seem to be like a, a, a like a wave, doesn't it? Like a yeah. 10, 15 year wave and then it's just a recession. The So if he plays that right, all of a sudden, just at the end of the, you know, just as we're starting to really grow and we've got 10 years recession free, there's going to be shitloads of people who are going to jump on the market who've been paying mortgages for 10, 15 years now who are going to remortgage and they're going to have loads of money and they're going to go fucking mad. You know, they're just going to fucking buy everything and I reckon the economy will fucking skyrocket and... The only downfall he needs to watch is that banks do not get too big again. Yeah. He really needs to watch Does it. he have any authority then to uh, put any restrictions on banks? He can put certain amounts of restrictions and he can also recommend restrictions to the government. Chancellor. Right. Uh, well, to, well, to the government, but the Chancellor being the representative of the oh. government that he deals with. Um, he doesn't have as much power as he did in the Can- Bank of England, oh. uh, Bank of Canada, uh, but he does have a fair amount of power over here. Now, I Do you reckon his terms of him being employed in the uh, United Kingdom was that he wanted more power? He, def- he he wanted to have more power over banks. He said that very specifically. So do you reckon that was one of the uh, one of the terms they given them by employing him yes, in the UK? Well, that's good. That's good then. Because the it's day not good having a line with no teeth. The, the day that Osborne announced him as Bank of England, when everybody in the entire House of Parliament went, "What? <laughs> How'd you get him?" Mm. No, no one's seen that coming. Everybody expected a British person. Mm. It's been a British person for fucking four hundred years. It's very strange that you there's know, a foreigner in charge of our bank, and if he does well, that's that's really I d- good. I don't consider nationality Canada and Australia as that foreign. If that makes sense. Well, cause they're part they the are, Commonwealth. Not necessarily just that. It is, isn't it? Because they're part, they, part of the old empire. Their their economies are really tied into ours. Is it because they have the Queen's head on their notes? Yeah, you know, it's that type of thing. <laughs> you know, fucking hell, Canada's military is still called her royal her her royal Majesty the Queen's military. Well, like that. yeah, that's they did drop it for a while. I think it was yeah. in two thousand and one that they decided to get the yeah. royal part of it and, against and like the Royal Canadian Mounted yeah, Police. They got a good. Um, it's very 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 strange that that a no. foreign power is the leader, the head of state. I mean, the Queen is the head of Canada, but isn't it? I, I don't th- understand that. I know. I, I think it was a very good point though of Osborne, for example, 
as unpopular as he is with a lot of people, I think it was a very good point of him to go, look, we're not going to pick somebody just because they're British, we're going to pick somebody because they're good for the job. You know, and I'm fucking glad he picked Carney because literally, to me, having somebody who has been able to fight, you know, the banks on their own fucking turf during a recession, now for us will be we can only be a good thing. Hmm. I, I genuinely think it can only be a good thing. Now, the Bank of England did need radicalising it, really did, because it was too obsessed with interest rates. Hmm. It was obsessed with them. Now, nece- not necessarily. You do not necessarily need low interest rates mm-hmm. to have more growth. Yeah, you, you do on paper, but you can still have a high. You know, they were concentrating far too much on getting the interest below two percent. Mm. And as Carney admitted openly, before he even became, he even announced being a bank, being the Bank of uh, England governor, he said, "You can't just concentrate on one thing. You can't just rely on the interest rates, because that's what they did last time. They relied on interest rates. You know." And the interest rates fluctuated wildly, you know, mm. fucking from half a percent to fucking whatever the hell it was, 11% or something pathetic during, what was it, fucking John Major, I think it yeah. was. Um, you know, people fucking nearly ended up in the street within a week. Um, Matt Dyer, thank you very much for texting me and saying you're watching the show. Just let me know if you heard the shout out. I'll give you a shout. It's not something to do quite regularly, Matt, but <laughs> this is a shout out for Matthew Dyer, you sexy motherfucker. Um, but the... The main thing behind it, uh, I can't even remember what the fuck I was saying. Then. Eleven, uh, John Major, eleven percent, ten percent. They concentrated too much on inflation, far too fucking much. Yeah. They, they were going right. We've got to get inflation low. You know, that's the only thing they cared about. They didn't give a shit about employment yeah. or growth. Fucking uh, inflation. That's all they cared about. You know, and as Carney said, fuck inflation. No policy that you can make is going to bring that down. If it's going to go up, it's going to fucking go yeah. up. My challenge is to get the economy fucking growing. So inflation. So the growth outweighs the inflation. You know? Did the uh, did he have hyperinflation or ridiculous inflation? Who? Anybody? Uh, fucking hell. Argentina's got fucking yeah, good inflation. That, that's because cause Argentina's on its ass. Right, here's a question for you. Right, if uh, our if our economy starts growing really well, and uh, according to everybody out there at the moment, all the all the uh, all the analysts, China's economy is shrinking, isn't it? Yes. If China goes into recession. Why the West? If uh, the Western world is growing and booming, can China fall into recession, or is that just a, a fucking scenario that's not going to happen? Because China it, just needs to build more shit. It depends entirely on the wage. Not only that, I think China's got far too good at, mani- at manipulating its own market now. Um, you know, officially, ev- everybody's accepted stati- the statistics of China. You know, but. They know it's not right, you know, there's something not right there at all. Are they truly growing that much? Is it a lot of, you know, good accounting? Mm. You know, for example, you know, a lot of their growth off, you know, oh, look, we've built this fucking, let's, this let's, let's take out the ghost city part. You know, let's say they just say, we've built this city and it's an occupied city. It's fucking built out of fucking paper. You know, mm. I've seen some of the fucking highways over there collapsing. It's fucking like that thing. Mm. You know, what they probably put down, you know, oh, we've built this hundred million pound highway and it cost them fucking five million pounds to build you know mm. stuff like that yeah and it's it, i think it's creative accounting a lot of it but everybody does unanimously accept if they fall below eight percent growth they've got problems real problems you know what like in terms of what below eight percent growth their economy cannot sustain itself it, they just can't do it but, the, not, but the economy's growing by eight percent i know i know it sounds daft 
they they have a certain amount of debt anyway that they're paying off yeah. themselves. Um, you know, America's got a lot invested in, we've got a lot invested in it. Blah, blah, blah. Vice versa. Vice China's versa, yeah. It's fucking, I don't understand um, that. It's just very, very strange the way so, they've did it. So they have to pay a lot of that back anyway. But their economy, if if they lose that magical 8% growth, as it's called, it, um, they all of a sudden do not have the funds to fund growth. <laughs> I can't... Yeah. Let's say they're just building... They're smashing out a fucking city every two weeks. You know, they're growing that fast. There's fucking something stupid, like a million people a month moving from the countryside to the cities. Yeah. And they're just building cities. And if they lose that growth, all of a sudden, people stop coming. Or, or all of a sudden, they run out of cities, put people in. And oh, that's it. You know, it fucking stalls. Just getting and back into the UK for a second... Do you reckon we'll get the uh, 600,000 people back in employment within three years? My estimate my estimate is the banks are going to go on and put... Um, a lending spree. Not necessarily a lending spree, but they are going to increase lending a bit more now because they know if they manage to get that... If they manage to be responsible for getting that employment rate to that point, they know interest rates are going up. Mm. And for banks then, it's fucking money time. You know, that's when people start saving. Yeah. A lot of people have been saving now. They're not saving it. They'd yeah. rather put it in bonds yeah, yeah. or in this something else because the interest or rates keep are it, shit. Keep it at home under yeah. the mattress. Like, I had a web saver the other year from when I was saving up for my car and I filled it up. You know, it was good standard. It was only 2.75%, which was quite good at the time. Yeah, yeah. Right. And he fucking sent me the renewal letter the other day. Now, for some reason, all my fucking saving accounts are still fucking active on Halifax. Um, doing my head in. I can't close them and I can't be asked phoning up to close them. I wish I should close them online, but I've got three of them. Don't use them. You know, they've been sat there. Do you there. pay anything for them? No. <laughs> they just sat there running for nothing. Um, but All with zero values in. And they, yeah, all with zero values in. And they sent me a letter saying, your bank, your web saver interest rate has changed. I was like, all right, that, I wonder what it's changed to. You're expecting it to have lost a little bit or yeah. gained a little fucking 0.25%. I was like, what? I'd rather put it in my current account. I'd yeah. get more. Yeah. <laughs> I'd get a higher interest rate. Fucking hell, I'll probably get higher fucking interest rate in the fucking under my mattress. You know, fucking from mould. What's know? going on then with uh, Tesco and uh, Next then? What's the argument? If they're trying to grow the economy and more, get more people in work, why is there a lot of attention on Tesco and Next? You mean on the warehouse yeah. thing? Well, everything. Uh, I mean, there was an employee, there was a, was it an MP who recently said that uh, Next and uh, Tesco, the one of the two biggest employers in the retail sector, uh, uh, the primarily, uh, primarily employing uh, immigrants, mm-hmm. legal yeah. immigrants, uh, but they primarily employing people who aren't British and the, they, are, uh, they are fucking hindering the economy growing. The, the Eastern Bloc of Europe, they called it. Um, now, the first MP who said it was a Labour MP, I can't remember his name, but he said they were unscrupulous. That's yeah. exactly what they called them. Basically, don't give a shit. You know, don't give a shit about people. Just, just, want, just want profit. Yeah. Um, and then a Conservative MP agreed with him. But the first Labour MP had got it wrong with the area. And then he backtracked and now he's fucking withdrawn the comment. Now, some of his comments I do agree with to a certain point. Now he The Labour? Yeah, the Labour fella. Now he... Even though he got a couple of his facts wrong, he got the area wrong for starters. Yeah. He said fucking Tesco's got his warehouse in Kent or wherever the fuck it was, and it wasn't. It was in Dagenham. It was fucking hundred miles away. Mm. And even though he got that wrong, he was his argument was that literally they are 
building these warehouses in certain areas. And as with most of our laws, the council will only approve if you take a certain amount on from the local area. And that's what they're doing. But then all of a sudden, they end up with hundreds of agency workers. And they're not even contracted workers, you know. So number one, they're not contributing to the um, employment figure. Right. Those Polish fellas are lost in between the figures, if you know what I mean. Okay. They're okay. not unemployed, but they're not employed. Right. Because right. they're agency. Yeah. Uh, I know they are employed, but they're not permanently employed, which means they can't go on the figures. Really? The, now, the main thing they said was literally... These places have hundreds of agency workers and they've just slowly but surely become nearly all agency workers. Yeah, no man. But I do agree to a certain point because officially Tesco still has it somewhere out there saying that the local witness warehouse benefits the economy, you know, benefits the local economy massively. Now you know as well as I do, you drive down there fucking 20 to Bastard 7 and there's fucking dozens of them walking to work. You can tell them a mile away. You know, in groups. You know, you see them getting out. Because they're all house sharing as well. And, now, I've got no problem with Polish people at all. You know, I've got no problem with them working over it if there's fucking jobs for them and everything. But something just doesn't... S- what it is, is, you well, know, in my opinion, right, they made the agreement that they were going to employ people out the local economy, right? And the, the proof is there on paper that they haven't employed local people out the economy. The, apparently, in the first wave, there was a lot of fucking locals coming oh, along. Yeah, shitloads. I spoke to somebody who uh, started working there, and he fucking loved it. And I bumped into him about six months later. This is when the Tesco warehouse first opened, and he said, "It's the fucking Polish. There's mm-hmm. like, it's like a, a Polish gang down there. They don't want. It's like they don't want the British employees. They want yeah. all the mates to work there." What I've also noticed as well, where I live down West Bank, there's been a massive influx of Polish people. Mm-hmm. So the, a lot of them are living in the local community yeah. and contributing to it because yeah. they've moved to it. But I know they were bussing people in from fucking Manchester. Yeah. Manchester, they were bussing in to fucking go and work in a Tesco warehouse yeah. when there's fucking, I don't know, 10,000 people unemployed in witness when yeah. they could have took the jobs. All right, you get lazy ass people in all fucking walks of life yeah. who want to sit on the fucking ass with their fingers up the bum like, eating fucking pretzels. I'll but they they had the opportunity to do something fucking amazing yeah. there. I think one of the main arguments behind it was that they weren't necessarily just sacking people off, but they were forcing them to not want to work there. Yeah. Now, a lot of these... What were they paying different rates or something? Because I don't understand this. You were paying the, far more money employing agency people than no, they well, would. They, they weren't paying different rates. They were... They changed the warehouse and they said to people, well, you, there's, you know, there's still a job here for you. But it's for this much money, and it was less, you know. And people wouldn't take it, you know. Just forcing people out generally. Now, from what I can gather, the Tesco warehouse and witness just loads of little farting fucking things. People left because they, they'd changed the contract on them, you know. And then they go, "Oh well, you, it's, you can't do that. It's this money, or, or you'll lose this rate, or you'll lose that rate." And the next thing, fucking, you know, the only people that'll work there is agency workers, and. But that must be costing Tesco a fucking fortune. Because you know, if an agency worker is picking up £6.50 an hour, the fucking agency is getting £12 an hour. Yeah, so well, they're paying fucking far more money. Um, uh, on saying that, though, did they get any embursaries by employing people who are... Do they still need to pay the employment tax for pay, for bringing people in who are on agency? Because to employ me and to employ you, we've got an additional £4,000 that we don't yeah, see in our wages. Um, but it still contributed to your... Uh, t- to your individual person as a as a figure. So even yeah. though you're in twenty eight thousand on paper, you're a thirty four thousand yeah. pound asset to the um, well, a thirty four thousand pound fucking debt to the company. I honestly don't know, but the amount of agency workers out there 
it must be cheaper on some level than your ordinary fella. It's got to be. Otherwise, they wouldn't do it, would they? Mm. You know, if they're unscrupulous, like they are, we all know they are, they're all obsessed with profits. If they're not, um, if they suddenly look, oh, hang on, it'll cost us £3,000 less to employ Ben, as it will that Polish person. They'll, they'll go, oh, fuck, they'll <laughs> put Ben in. You know, mm. they're not going to care. But it must be cheaper some way. I don't know how. You know, I don't know enough about it, but... I know when, when they come to lay people off, they don't need to pay out any fucking no. uh, redundancy or anything no, like that. No. They can just fuck them off. And I know it's only just recently that they've had to start paying holiday pay to the agencies yep. as well. They can accrue holiday um, pays. The... Now, you see, like I said, I've got absolutely no problem with anybody who wants to work whatsoever. But um, when they break a promise, that's fucking shitty, isn't it? Um, certain, um... I just think there's just certain companies um, that... They need to just offer permanent employment. The word house isn't fucking going anywhere. Mm. You know, it's fucking... They build them usually on 25-year leases and everything. You know, it's not fucking leaving the bastard country, is it? There's an awful lot of these Tesco hubs, though, isn't there? Yeah. I've passed a few on the fucking motorway just recently. Um, It's like, fucking hell, it's just popped up another fucking Tesco one. There is a lot of people out there who genuinely... Now, I don't know how much there is behind it, but there are a lot of people out there who genuinely believe Tesco moves their warehouses to force that workforce out of work because they're paying them too much. Now, I heard that and I remember um, in our in, in our certain career path, I remember speaking to a manager at Tesco Middleton, the warehouse that was in Middleton, mm. that got knocked down and moved here. And every one of them was offered their jobs at £50 less a week. Plus, no travel costs from Middle, is it Middleton, Middlewich, I can't fucking remember. It's Middleton. It's we, fucking mad. We used to collect the fridge trailer out of there. Yeah. Um, I remember him saying, that's literally what they'd offered. And lo and behold, everybody went, fuck off. <laughs> fucking shove it up your ass. Yeah. You know, and all of a sudden, if you consider how many people have employed, is it 1,200, something like something that? Something like that, yeah. Um, imagine that, 1,200 quid. Imagine if it's 50 pound a week for 1,200 people. How much is that? They've just saved. It's probably a fucking drop in the ocean with Tesco, but, it's something, isn't it? Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, um, now, there's no way you can deny, though, that they have benefited the economy here. I just don't think they've benefited as much mm. because the amount of wagons that are unemployed there and the vast majority of them are from Widness or close by. Yeah. There's jobs everywhere in Widness for HGV drivers. Mm, they might true. not be the best paid jobs, but the better than minimum wage. Oh, are you? Yeah. Um, well, um, there's, a, there's a national shortage of Class 1 drivers. Yeah, there is. There's more Class 1 jobs out there than there is drivers at the minute. It's it's because literally, uh, that is one of the main reasons behind getting a lot of Eastern Bloc workers. You know, it is because a lot of them have HGV driver licences. And it's not necessarily because they all took it, but it is it was much easier to get one in Poland yeah, years ago. Yeah, it is abroad, yeah. Um, and I completely accept that mm. because it just seems to be young people now how often do any of them want to take a lorry licence? No. Fuck all. I'd love to take one, but I can't be asked. I'd one. love to take one. Number two, I don't want to pay the money for it. And number three, I'll probably never become a lorry driver in my life anyway. So I just won't do it. Every lorry driver I've met, I've 
every single one of them, 100% have said to me they are earning less money now than what they were 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And that's nothing to do with inflation. They're actually taking home physically less pounds than what they were taking home yeah. 10 years ago. So they're taking money out of the arse of lorry drivers. I know some lorry drivers back 10, 15, 20 years ago, they were fucking taking home 30, yeah. fucking five, 35, 40,000 pounds a year. And that's when 40,000 pounds a year compared mm -hmm. to now is like 60,000 pounds a year. Do you know what I mean? I think one of the... Uh main things that may have contributed to that is Tesco. Well, not Tesco, sorry. Stobart. Stobart and similar companies. I fucking do not like that company. You know, ones that have made shitloads of wagons, took over shitloads of contracts by paying less. You know, mm. obviously... I've heard the way I, uh, Harlot told me dropping names I got told by one of the bosses that uh, the way Tesco were moving into areas right let's say uh, Tesco were running a wagon out of witness right and they're running it down to say let's pick somewhere around the, the Northwich not yep. Northwich Norwich right down down in the south right so the Tesco was running down to Norwich right and it had to come back empty mm -hmm. so what they were saying is to companies in Norwich if you've got anything that needs to go back to witness or Liverpool the surrounding area we're just going to charge you the petrol money, right? Yeah. So we're going to charge you £200 to load up a fucking articulated lorry. Well, they were fucking jizzing to yeah. load up an articu a full articulated lorry because all they're paying for is just the petrol to go yeah. back up here. So the local companies can't compete with that. They wanted £1,500 yeah. to fucking send the lorry up there and come all the way back because that'll cover the petrol, £400 the petrol. It'll cover the wages, I don't know, for one day, fucking £100 in wages. It'll cover all the insurance and they make an £800 profit. And all of a sudden, all these fucking companies in the fucking local area were just dying because they can't complete with it. And then Tesco, then Stobarts were going, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're now going to open up a little depot right yeah. in Norwich. But do you know when we were charging £200 to take stuff back up? Well, yeah. now we're not. Now we're actually going to charge... 1500 quid yeah. or 1400 quid so that's no. what they were doing they were saturating yeah. the area with cheap haulage and fucking killing local, firm, he, local firms Stobart and O'Connor's and most of the other fucking haulage firms that are involved there's a good few of them isn't there yeah. um, they were really intelligent how they did it yeah. because no I, I know it sounds stupid but nobody had ever thought of it nobody had ever thought of well hang on if we're going there we can bring something back. Mm. You know, they never thought about it. Great idea. And Stobart just took advantage of it because yeah. no one was doing it. You know, he will not drive a wagon. How often do you see a Stobart wagon going along without a container on it or without a trailer on it? Very rare. I don't think I've ever seen I've a seen, solo. I've seen two. Yeah, I've seen it? I've seen one with a trailer on the back with no container. Right. I've seen one oh, unit I've seen only. a few of those. seen a few um, of those, yeah. But not many unit only, though. They very rarely do it. Um, now, I, I've known two or three people who've done agency driving for Stobart, and literally, the you know they get phoned up by agency, say, blah, blah, right, we need you to work, blah, blah, six hours, something pathetic. And so off they go, they go down there, they meet security man, they go, right, here's your key, that's your wagon. Go get in the wagon, it's got the fucking unit on. You go like that, boom, up to where the hell is you going? You're in there for whatever amount of time, sometimes 30 minutes, something like that, you know, you go in there, they take the fucking container off, put a new container on, you drive back. Dead simple, you know. <laughs> it's fucking complete doolally. You know, it's efficient as fuck. We've got we work with somebody who sometimes drives stallbacks. Well, he doesn't do it now. You know, uh, works in the garage. Yes. Uh, he says he used to pick up about eighty pounds for working eight hours for him. Yeah. So he wasn't getting an awful lot of money yep. through the agency. And all right, it's, it, it it's still some good money in your ass pocket. Though, it is it? eighty quid, eighty quid, and he was paying the 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 basic rate tax at that point mm -hmm. because it was classed as a second job. So he was coming out with about eighty pounds, but. 
it's not a lot of money, is it? I mean, it's a nice bit of money. It's eighty quid for doing just a bit of driving, but you're losing a day straight away. I would, I would want to get at least a hundred and fifty, two hundred pounds for getting out of my bed to do twelve hours work on the a fucking um, Saturday. The they dropped it, didn't they? They dropped the agency rate to a close to a minimum HGV weight, uh, HGV wage. Yeah, more than something like seven pound an hour. Or something How like can that. they afford to do that um, when there's a fucking national shortage? Who's going to say? Do you know what? I'm going to go and drive for Strawberry, who's paying fucking minimum wage, or I'm going to drive for fucking Tesco, who's paying an extra fucking pound an hour. The, um, did you ever hear about what they did with the gearboxes um, no. with Strawberry? Um, they kind of fucked up. <coughs> Bless you. Bless me. Um, they, could, they, they did kind of fuck up. Now, it was a really good idea. It was a really good idea for what they were doing. They wanted to get tax breaks for being more efficient, you know, eco-efficient, you know, by using less fuel, less emissions, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So they bought all new wagons and they fitted them all automatic gearboxes. All right. right? And this is exactly what happened. Which is strange because automatic engines use more fuel. Their drivers were driving... No, but these were new engines. Okay. New eco engines with automatic gearbox and that was supposed to save fuel and they were getting less miles to the gallon than the drivers driving them. Literally. And they were like huh? So they just changed them back to manual. Fuck so every Stobart driver fucking still drives manuals. Because have you ever been behind a Stobart wagon? Fucking hell. They drive about fucking 10 bastard miles an hour in the 30 zone. Dust no, me heading. No, I, I drive like a lunatic when I'm next to them because I'm like fuck I don't want to get past mm. but I could see why. You know, what, I, th- I think they restrict to fifty-two miles an hour now. I think Stobart. Oh, what all lorries are? Um, no, those lorries restrict to fifty-six still. Always oh, um, fifty-six, are you? Um, no, Stobart's are definitely restricted to less to get this tax this tax rebate on fuel. Um, the fucking cunts, aren't they? Yeah. But I bet you any money that four mile an hour difference. I bet that's fucking a lot of money. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, well, um, the chap who retired at work, uh, who used to have his own haulage company, he. His unit that he was driving was an automatic, mm-hmm. and he w- he could get fifty miles to the gallon out of his when everybody else fifty miles to the gallon loaded when everybody else was getting between eight and ten yeah. because he could manipulate he could tell the gearbox when he wanted to change gear mm-hmm. where everybody else was getting between eight and ten loaded uh, and they, they were at the fucking peril of the automatic fucking gearboxes yeah. that's all and a fifty the extra five or six mile a gallon if you think about it it's fucking horrific when you when you're Get the it's almost fucking it's getting it's paying 30 40 percent less in fuel than everybody else doing the same hours. Well, That's amazing. Well, if, if you want to see a fuel efficiency, look to a Matty Dyer who you gave a call out for before. Yeah. He's got no AC, no automatic gearbox. <laughs> That's <laughs> got, a manual. He's got no AC. You should have seen him the other the other week when I seen him. No, no, um, yeah, I seen him just, just high his jacket. And he was just pouring his fucking water over his head. <laughs> fucking, that, there you go. That's fucking eco efficiency. No aircon. Um, see how much money that saved him. Ah, uh, that's a myth. That I don't I care. I've is. seen Mythbusters, and uh, when I they think were running, and when they were running the car, and they said, "Oh, well, actually, it's more fucking efficient than what mm. it was when the aircon was I, switched." I, I think a lot of people theorise that it's because it's holding the revs a bit better. You know, was, you know, like when you see it on the bottom, and it's going, it's moving slightly because the cars just giving it a little tiny bit of throttle just to stop it from stalling. Right. Whereas the Aircon, it revs a little bit higher. So, more so revs, the revs. More revs, more burn. Not necessarily. It's those slight... What you need to remember is if it's dropping that below and it's vibrating, like you might have it on your RPM thing. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's vibrating like that, that means, that. that means it's just getting to that point... Where the engine wants to die. ...where it starts wanting to judder. You know, if you're standing still or something and it just goes from... It just ju- oh, yeah, it accelerates oh, yeah, yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it does, it does. Yeah, you're right. Whereas yeah. if you're holding it, it doesn't 
move like cruise control yeah. you know what I mean you can guarantee if you were driving at 60 miles an hour right and you decided I'm going to accelerate up to 70 miles an hour and you've slowed back down to 60 and back up to 70 mm. you can guarantee by the end of the journey if you'd just been on cruise control at 70 mm-hmm. you'd have been fucking way more fuel efficient just off that acceleration if you get that momentum that's it you've got it you know mm. off you go mm. you're fairly efficient but if you it's amazing how much fuel you can save between the 60 and 70 mile an hour do you know what you burn you burn 10% less fuel travelling at 70 mile an hour than what you do at 80 mm. 10% less fuel have you tried driving at 50 no fucking boss no I've never I've never I've driven up to I think I've mentioned this before on an earlier podcast when um, me and Gail went up to uh, Scotland one Christmas we uh, was driving up in fucking thick thick snow and we never got above 60 mile an hour yeah. never got above 60 mile an hour it was always edging around 55 60 and we used this is going up uphill to Scotland we used less than a quarter of a tank of fuel yeah. less than a quarter of a tank. we've never done that going up to Scotland because mm-hmm. you, you are you're climbing you're climbing up about 11 thousand yeah. feet gradually well, over 200 miles well i my car doesn't have cruise control on it but there's still an option in there to restrict it to 80 miles an hour which i fiddled about with and i tried restricting the speed to different speeds <clears throat> and 80 miles an hour on a motorway was 44 miles to the gallon oh. 70 miles an hour was 51 miles to the gallon 60 was 59 miles to the gallon mm-hmm. and 50 was 71 miles to the gallon right 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 it was fucking unreal I couldn't believe it that's fucking that's what I would want I, the first time I ever driven a cruise sorry the first time I ever driven a car where the cruise control was activated was the uh, the 2003 veteran work right I didn't know the cruise control was activated I was I don't know where I was coming back from but it was in the company car I think it I must have dropped somebody off at the garage uh, somewhere to pick up a shot wagon yeah I did I picked somebody up from a garage that was picking up a shot wagon one of those shot wagons was in a, a Volvo dealer for some no reason and I was driving back by myself and it was 70 mile an hour just toddling along as you do it was on the M6 just coming off a witness and the, all the traffic started to back up so it lifted me foot off the accelerator expected to feel the car to slow down and the fucking car just kept on fucking going and I shit myself I had to when I come off when I pressed the brake I thought there's something up with the car here yeah. and when I pressed the brake it obviously started to slow down but when I come off the motorway I had to pull over and I fucking rung Neil <laughs> <laughs> at the sound I said listen mate he said I just took my foot off the accelerator and the car kept on going <laughs> said, yeah that'll be, that'll be the fucking cruise control but fucking shit me up <laughs> the um I've um I've used con- cruise control only when I've test drove cars now the next car I get I'd love to get cruise control on it especially if I'm getting the fucking ST because I'll need cruise control yeah um, I, w- I would like to experience cruise control because when we do that journey up to Scotland I sometimes I just love getting off the motorway you know so I can move my legs yeah um, the I I just like to have that cruise control, especially with that fucking car. Cause I know it's going to be inefficient as fuck. You barely get over forty at seventy. Um, there are people online who've had it on the clock on a motorway for an hour and a half in it, and going bang on seventy with the cruise control on, and it's just gone over forty miles to the gallon, and they've been like, oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, they've fucking been so happy. You know, it's a fucking plant part of a car. Mm. Um, but I definitely, I think I'd have to give, if I could get it, I'd have to get cruise control. Whether or not you want to pay that extra 1500 quid. It's I'll a lot to get cruise control. Uh, Artie Lindenworth was telling me that um, he almost took a photograph of his uh, of his uh, f- uh, miles to empty. 1,030 miles. To empty, yeah. yeah. 
And this is even when he's been fucking driving. Yeah. He's got a vehicle there that can do a fucking thousand miles on an eighty pound fucking tank of fuel. Yeah. That is well more than that because it was still a thousand miles when he was fucking driving yeah. back. That can't be accurate. That's a fucking long way. That not that the uh, a lot of your um your Volvos and your BMs and Audis your efficient ones anyway like your two liters and stuff like that's that. That's amazing. They'll fucking smash that a thousand miles because that, that's that's more than a hundred miles per gallon. It is. I know, I know it sounds daft, but. Your car, my car, will be, while they're efficient on motorways, compared to a big car, can't touch yeah, it no, at all. Yeah, I know, the big cars just fucking eat it up. Yeah, Off I know, they go. I know. Because um, they're so powerful, they just hold that momentum so fucking well. You know, they just hold it so well because they're so heavy. You know, they, they just keep going. You know, they hold momentum really well. Do you know what amazes me, that a gallon of fuel... Which isn't a lot of volume, is it? A little. What's a gallon of fuel? A gallon of fuel's going to be like that, isn't it? Yeah. It's going to be like a gallon of fuel, four or five liters, four point. Was it four point? Four point five four. Four point in, in our our. So four point five four a gallon of liters is like that, and that can potentially get you nearly a hundred miles. Mm-hmm. It can move three tons or a ton and a half, a hundred miles, a one yeah. gallon. That is really impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, the. Like I, I'd fucking love to, you know, just get a big car. Yeah. <coughs> There's no fucking point, though. You know, I'd rather get a fucking hatchback. There's just no point in me getting fucking a big fuck-off car. Yeah, I think we're definitely going to um, get a focus. Definitely going to get a the, focus. I, I couldn't justify it. I could, but I couldn't. You know, it'd be fucking stupid. But if you don't need a big car, you don't need a big car, exactly. do you? No, at the end of the day, I fucking focus. It's five doors. Unless I'm going to, unless I'm planning on having fucking four bastard kids. What's the boot shit. like? In the focus. Mm. Big. You get a good boot. Yeah, yeah well, fucking... It's a me- uh, medium-sized car, then. Not only that, the uh, back seats are fully flat. Mm. So if you put them down, they're flat all the way. Yeah, so it's like you've got um, a little estate. It's it adds uh, it adds 120% onto your space. Holy shit, man! Um, the That's like in the brochure. You know, that's how much mm. it adds. Yeah. Um, that, Carpool. I, I, I don't know why. ST. I don't know why. Why do they measure it? You know, on a boot size, they measure it in cubic litres. Like, like you're going to look at it and think, oh, well, that must be more litres. I don't fucking know. Get me a fucking big fish tank. We're going to build the car into a fish tank. And that brings us nicely on to Gibraltar. Gibraltar. Thank you, the Spanish, for looking at the United Kingdom as the imperialist leaders who are colonising the world. <laughs> I understand where you're coming from, because you've got a part of land bolted onto the arse end of the fucking of your country that is British but in some treaty in 1730 for some or no reason we ended up with it why did we end up with uh, Gibraltar do you know do we I, any I, inkling any guess I can't even remember it was, it was some kind of negotiation over it or something you know over fucking wars and all sorts the same way fucking everybody traded islands at the time but they fucking gave us they let us have Gibraltar and you can't just suddenly decide nearly 300 fucking years later you know 300 but years is a long time I've seen what's fucking actually happened though I, I, how, it actually, how it's actually come about in the last few weeks how has it come about it was fishing rights the uh, right didn't Gi- didn't somebody from Spain fire on jet ski somebody in the jet ski in Gibraltar waters Somebody from yeah, six weeks ago. This is how I heard how it started. Right, somebody in Spain, and I'm talking like the Spanish Coast Guard. Right, fired on somebody who's on a a civilian who's on a jet ski because apparently, according to the Spanish, he was in he was in Spanish waters, and that's Mm -hmm. why they fired at him. And that's where I like picked the story up from. Well, I know it escalated recently. Now, one of the main things was it was fishing rights. Okay, Um, aren't we ripping the ass out of it? Yeah, we, we, we'll fucking smash them completely with that. Um, mm. But 
what's the artificial marine that we put in there or reef well, we put in there? That's that's what it's mainly about. Is that literally this certain area? The Spanish fish this side. We fish that side. Yeah. Now we don't really do any fishing there anyway, but the government of Gibraltar or whatever the hell it is um, has decided you know that to build these coral reefs, you know, to make artificial reefs and everything. So they've been using concrete blocks and all sorts, you know, and they put all these concrete blocks in and. The Spanish fishermen said that all the fish. fish, all the fish from this area, fucked off. You know, and they all went fucking mad about it. And then, <laughs> and fucking, have you seen this, guys? They fucking built a marina down no. here for us. Did they well, just come over to the, the to the reef? Yeah, literally. You know, that was the idea behind it to attract wildlife. Now I don't know whether they did it on purpose to fucking piss the Spanish fishermen off. Well, or they not, did it but, to attract fish, didn't they? Um, you know, I think they did it to attract fish, not to fish, because they're not. You can't fish a reef. You're not allowed to fish on the coral reef. It's not you know, coral reef. Don't I know, concrete I know, reef. You know, you know what I mean. You know, it's you're not allowed to fish on reefs. You know, if you if you have a co- country that declares this is a fucking reef all yeah. this way, you know, you can't fish on it. Right. Generally, okay. Um, but for whatever reason, all the fish fucked off from that side to our side, and they went fucking mad. You know, and then one thing's led to another, and then they've increased the border yeah, control by three times in t- terms of time. So people have been waiting four or five hours. Oh no, eight hours. Eight and hours, yeah. And coming back the other way, though, coming yeah. from Gibraltar into Spain now, and from Spain into Gibraltar. Now, a lot of people have said that this is a very similar thing to Argentine, Argentina. Yeah. Argentina trying to bar, you know, stop the public from concentrating on their political scandal because Span- Spain just had a big fucking scandal with their... Uh, Correct, yeah. Foreign minister, I think it was, or some somebody important, somebody really important, has been involved in some kind of big fucking fraud scandal, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden this has ex- escalated, and then they've been going, oh well, they'll start charging fifty euros to cross the border to Gibraltar, and literally all the British have gone, well that's really really fucking bad for you to do that type of thing, but what about your fucking seventeen thousand Spanish workers who cross over every day, <laughs> and Spain's gone. Oh, <laughs> no, they must have thought of that. They must have thought that. They've had to backtrack on it, though. They've had to then say, "Have they backtracked?" Yeah, they've backtracked. So why is uh, why is Great Britain on about taking uh, Spain to court then? Uh, because it's fucking ridiculous. Because the border controls now. It's taken about five hours to get to cross this fucking stupid ass border, um, and you know they've done it on purpose just to piss us off. Yeah. Now the foreign de- it was definitely the foreign minister of Spain has hinted that the prime minister, when he has a meeting with Argentina next week, over some other thing may try and join forces with her to push the UN for a certain thing about British colonies, you know. In a democ- in a, a democratic world, and I, I agree with David Cameron with this, and I think every other, um, every other government and every other leader will say the same thing. In a democratic world, if that people of that country wants to vote to stay with a particular sovereignty, you've got to respect the people, regardless of what fucking uh, bit of land it's bolted onto. It's been p- part of the United Kingdom now for 300 years, and if the people of that land mm-hmm. want to remain British, then that is their decision to do so. Just because it's bolted onto it, I wouldn't like it. I wouldn't like it if fucking, uh, I don't know, um, say for example, uh, trying to pick one without sounding too fucking xenophobic, but let's say fucking France... Uh, had Newcastle, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, not necessarily that I wouldn't like it, but uh, if th- if people started asking questions, I would think I would turn around and say to myself, "Do you know what? What's well, part of Britain? Why the fuck are French having a say? And uh, all the revenues are coming from France, and they having tax breaks and all this. 
Yeah, it's part of England. I can probably see that. I probably will give, give less of a fuck if, yeah. now I'm going to think about it. So I can see where the Spanish are coming from if they're not trying to hide the scandal. Do you know who's in charge? Do you know where the member of the European Parliament is for Gibraltar? I do not. Well, I can't remember his name, but he's a UKIP member. He's asked the British government to escalate it and send a frigate. <laughs> They've already sent a frigate. Have they sent a frigate There's a frigate, there's a frigate in Gibraltar. They've said it's a... There's a fucking hell. There's, 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 a, there's a helicopter carrier, yeah. a frigate, and about four standard patrol slash warship type yeah. things. You know, well, the mini versions. It, it is a naval base as well, isn't it? Well, they've said that this is a scheduled event. Um, now, obviously, you get start getting high media coverage, don't you? So all of a sudden, people go, "Well, hang on, there's fucking frigates coming in. Yeah. It might be scheduled. You don't know." The Sp- Spanish could use that as propaganda, couldn't they? You could yeah. say, "Look, um, Great Britain are militarizing uh, Gibraltar." Yeah. Well, but. It's whether on you see the main thing is that Spain's got is that Spain can't do fuck all in terms of because it's in the EU in terms of what Argentina can do what it fucking wants, but Spain would violate nearly every EU fucking agreement by doing anything. Are you, you know? are you suggesting invading? Because that no. was going to be my next question. Are no. Spain going to invade Gibraltar? No, no way. But no. literally, no way. The whole purpose of the EU generally was to keep all of us together from stopping to not fuck out each other. <laughs> It's 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 uh, come it's come down to economic this you know, shit. It, it's come down to a uh, economic stuff now. It has. But fifty years ago, people were all shit in the pants. They were like, "Fucking hell, Germany's gonna go off on one again. Yeah. Everybody's gonna kill each other." Fucking yeah. Will War Three's around know, the corner. That was the whole idea. Um, now it's become something economic and you know even more politically more, more well, politically full, motivated than what's that. What's the unemployment rate in Spain? Something really forty percent. Something pathetic. No, it's not. It's, that it's, that it's, 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 it's forty percent in eighteen to twenty fours. Uh, it's like 22% across the board. It's high. Yeah. Um, Portugal's got a similar one as well. Yeah, Greece um, is similar. But the Spain, they, they can they can push towards the UN if they really want to, mm. but they just won't go, won't get anywhere. I don't think the United Nations are going to turn... I, I think the very worst thing that could happen other than being invaded is the United Nations say, right, we've got to hold a referendum. You've got to give people of Gibraltar the vote. Yeah. I mean... Uh, Great Britain did the referendum on Falklands off their own bat, didn't they? Yeah. And the Falklands, I think it was something amazing, like 98% decided yeah. that they wanted to pledge their sovereignty to the United Kingdom of Great mm-hmm. Britain, the Northern Ireland, and the Commonwealth. And that is the fucking voice of the people. If Argentina fucking keep on pushing it and pushing it and pushing it, they are going against the people who are colonising mm-hmm. it. And all right, they're British and they've got English accents and they speak like Cornish people speak for the majority of them. They've got a Cornish accent, you know, yeah, the no. majority of people who live live on Argentina. And all right, they are going to be biased towards the British fucking government because they are British at the end of the day. But that's who's living there. Mm-hmm. That's who's fucking living there. And how many, was it 1800, 1700 that we've had that? Uh, Falklands? Falklands, 1832. 1832. We've had the Falklands. Why the fuck do you want to try and try and get back a piece of land when people have been living there for nearly two hundred years, one hundred and seventy-five years? You want to fucking? No, it's in our waters. It's ours. We, we on and off had it for a hundred years before that. Mm. On and off with the Spanish. Mm-hmm. Now, Argentina was originally part of the Spanish, um, the Spanish Empire. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Argentina, you know, fuck off. You know. Well, I can't remember the the story exactly. The French had it for a while, right? Then. 
the French fucked off because it was uninhabitable. Then Spain had it, and I think it was the the, the Americas that said to like fucking five Spains having. Then fucking some fucking commander moved into moved mm-hmm. in there like around eighteen hundred, right? Yeah. And he started to militarize the island. So the Americas went, and by the way, the Americas, I don't mean America, I mean like South America as yeah. well. They went, nah, you're not fucking, you're not doing that. And yeah. then we ended up on it. There was nobody fucking there. Nobody wanted it, and yeah. we, we colonized it. And we made and then, it a fucking success. There was lots of... Uh, it's like 98% fucking employment on there as well. There was like lots of uh, mismatching, you know, of people, you know, trading hands with it type of thing. But the basis of it is that in around about 1832... It was supposed to be uninhabitable. Yeah. Well, on that island at the time, there was three plaques in different points of the island. One part, Spanish Empire, this is our sovereign nation. One part, British Empire, this is our sovereign nation. One part, French... This is our sovereign nation. Now, when the Spanish Empire broke up and Argentina fucked them off, Argentina declared that that, because it was part of the Argentinian part of the empire, that that was theirs. And that's where it's ever been going ever since. Now, both of them plaques ended up getting fucked off. And they ended up getting in, you know, big fucking ding-dongs with each other all the fucking time. Then they tried to set up a second military base and all sorts of shit. But simple the fact of the matter was, all of a sudden, for 160 years... Or whatever the fuck it was, it was a long time. For 160 years, they just didn't give a shit. No, 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 no. You know, and all of a sudden, when oh, hang on, there's some good stuff there. You know, there's a bit of oil, and there's a bit of shale gas, and there's a bit. Of, oh, hang on, you know, fuck off, basically. You know, I just think it should be a general thing. That literally, I know it's not as simple as it, but it should be right now. What borders are now? What disputes are now? That's your country. That's your country. That's your country. That's your country. Yeah. You know, unless. The specific area decides otherwise. Um, you know, and, and Spain's got its own fucking problem coming up. You know, it's got its own referendum. It's got its own independence referendum. Of Caledonia. What, uh, what Barcelona? Uh, well, Caledonia is the richest part of Spain. It's like 40% of Spain. Okay. And the government in that area, it's always been a nation. No one, ever, no one realises that. The Sp- Spain is still the Spanish Empire. It's three nations. Is it? Um three governmental nations and one of them's Caledonia and what's the and other one? Cal- I can't remember what the other one is but one of them's Caledonia one of them's the Madrid area yeah. I can't remember what the place is called and the other one I can't remember what the, what the two right. the two nations are called but Caledonia Catalan Catalonians um, yeah, yeah. Um, but the, yeah it might be that I can't remember I knew it was something like that but They've said that they're going to hold a referendum and they're trying to get it into law and everything so they can hold this referendum. To what? Now, people in this part of Spain don't fly the Spanish flag. They fly, they fly the fucking... The ca- whatever, is it Catalonia or Cal- Caledonia? Or, Cal- it's Catalonia. Um, they fly that, that flag. They fly it. You know, they have big fucking rallies of people with these fucking flags out. You know, and Spain's fucking shit in his pants. He's like, what fucking hell? So does Spain want to bring them under all one government? Well, they are under one government currently. Right. But... Very similar to ours. They've got their own little parliament. They've got their own little uh, parliament. You know, and they're like pushing, you know, we want a referendum, we want a referendum. Because they, literally, in their own opinion, they have got a lot more of the wealth. They've got a lot more of the property. They've got a lot more of the holiday areas. They've got a lot more of the resources, you know, the natural resources of the areas and everything. And they want out. Yeah. They want to go, right, we'll take th- that percentage of debt you know and we'll start off our own and the rest of Spain's going whoa fucking hang on if they fuck off Spain's fucked and oh, it's fucked anyway yeah. you know, but if they fuck off they've got all the fucking you know, the mansions the rich people fucking everything you know 
I genuinely think they are shit in the pants. Because if they keep pushing for it, I think eventually someone's going to get through. You know, someone's going to get it eventually. Yeah. Now, I know that Cameron's given Salmond his referendum thing because yeah. he knows the odds of him passing it fuck all, especially now. Now that all their figures have been thrown out. What figures? You know, well, Salmond, you know, said, you know, Scotland will be this much better off, this much better off, this will be better, this will be better. And everybody's got every single figure and gone, no, it won't. <laughs> fuck off. You know, not even just British people. Scottish people have done it as well. Scottish people you know, are British, Declan. I know, you know what I mean? You know, I mean, is in English people. Yeah. It's not just the English people fighting. Some Scottish people have ripped up his figures as well. Fucking you know, There's a lot. What percentage of Scotland then do you think want independence? That's a guess. Ten? I reckon if, when they have the vote. Well, I was about to say if they have the vote. When they have the vote. Because they're going to be having a vote. Um, I reckon it's going to be... I reckon it's going to be twenty-seven seventy-three uh, to yes the, the, to, to, to yes stay in the British Empire. See, the big problem is who's going to go out and vote. People who want independence are going to go out and vote, aren't they? Yeah. People who don't want independence might just think, oh, "Well, I don't want independence. I'm not going to fucking bother." And that that may be where it fucking comes from. They're going to need to have some type of fucking small print that they needs to be. I don't know. At least twenty-five percent of the fucking the, the nation needs to vote. Yeah. I mean, right. it never happened. They never put it on paper, but... I mean, no other referendum's ever fucking had that, but fucking... If Scotland may break away from England, I, uh, from the United Kingdom, I would be very sad. Mm-hmm. It's good that we're all under one umbrella. Yeah. I think we're stronger together. United we stand, divided we fall. United um, we stand, divided we fall. The... <laughs> thought, uh, he's giving him that, you know, out of his own choice. You know, they didn't even have to push for it. You know, they didn't even have to really push for mm-hmm. it. Karen just went, right, here you go. Because he knows that the odds of it, fucking, it's fucking slim to none. When's the vote? The uh, 2014, some point. Really? Can't remember when. Uh, I know they're trying to get uh, 14, 16-year-olds uh, into vote as well, like the young fucking yeah. kids. So they're probably trying to brainwash them now, yeah. aren't they? Well, that's exactly what it is. They, they know that... Oh, Scottish. In, you should in, nationally need to be... In the younger proud. generations, very similar to Ireland, they're a lot more patriotic about their own country. Yeah. You know, Scottish are much more patriotic about Scotland. Ireland are much more patriotic about Ireland. English don't give a shit. No, you don't. know, you get the uh, you get the fucking uh, the hardcore, don't you? The, yeah. The, what's but, the word? Notists. But g- generally speaking, young people in England don't really give, seem to give a crap that much. Mm. They they read the papers and they see all the fucking bullshit. But the purists. Yeah, you know, but I don't really think they care that much. The it used to mean massive to me when I was younger. It used to be, oh, I'm fucking English. I've got to buy me England kit. And, oh, we're England. We're better. But the older I got, the more I realised that it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. The, uh, but it will be interesting to see how it plays out. But Salmon's policies have pretty much all been fucking torn to shit. Yeah, poo pooed. You know, and he's 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 had to admit on quite a few of them that they've got the figures wrong. You know. Mm. They've overestimated this. They've overestimated that. Um, not only that, then you've got the even bigger, complicated problems of how the fuck do you split the economy up? How do you split the debt up? How does Scotland become part of the EU? You know, how do they split the military up? What's going to be their currency? They can't adopt the pound because that's not their currency. What happens with the million Scottish people that are living in England? What happens to people who become born now? Did he now become Scottish and everybody was born before 2014 is British? So they're going to have two races in Scotland. They're oh, going to have Scott Brits and Scott Scots. Yeah, it's complicated as fuck. I can see exactly why they've done it. Um, 
theoretically, but it's going to generate a lot of fucking in the in the short term. Imagine how much money is going to be spent fucking changing everything. I know. Scotland taking all the Great Britain flags down, taking everything British out. Up, just call them Scotland. Well, there's a lot of fucking royalists in Scotland. A lot of the Protestants in Scotland are dedicated to the Queen. Dedicated to the Queen. That's why they have. You know the division between the Rangers and Celtic. Yeah. Yeah. One's uh, Catholic and one's Protestant. Rangers are all about the Queen. I don't know what uh, percentage that breaks down to in terms of the population how much is President and uh, Protestant and Catholic. But you have diehards, diehards on each side of the fence who are loyal to the Queen and are loyal to uh, Scotland. Are Scotland, what are Scotland going to have? Are they going to have a Prime Minister or will they introduce a royal family? Is there any place for royalty in 2013? How is it in 2013 we still have kings and queens? I mean, well, I can get into a massive debate about the monarchy. Well, I think that's a future podcast. I, I actually read up the other day on... It wasn't anything to do with the podcast. I was I was just reading up on Scottish history. The last king, the last British member of the royal family is in a British royal. So, an Irish king, Scottish king, or an English king. The last one who died was in the year 1400. And it was the last line of the Scottish throne. The last one. And he died in battle. With the English, funnily enough. Yeah. Um, so there's no line for a royal family in Scotland at all. Because it's gone. It's completely wiped out. So there was no, there was no offspring? Or there the must la- have been the, cousins. No, they the, would be, mate. They would. The last bloodline died. It was it was gone. Um, so a complete bloodline had been annihilated. There was yeah, no cousins. Um, Holy the, shit. Don't forget, it wasn't exactly a big bloodline to get off with. Cause it started in fucking 1300 with Robert the Roos when he yeah. won at Bannockburn or whatever the fuck the place was. Battle of Bannockburn. Um, the... You know, so he wasn't exactly off to a flying start. <laughs> you know, he was fucking on his own. <laughs> he wasn't exactly a big family. You know, um, the but like uh, a lot of people concentrate a lot on a uh, bit off subject, but it's borderline racism, isn't it? The, but bit off subject, but a lot of Scottish people, you know, celebrate, you know, Bannockburn, Bannockburn, yeah. Bannockburn, and I think a lot of them should be look into different history as well, you know, instead of going towards the Bannockburn and the William Morris and that sort of, it's fantastic, you know, it's mm. all patriotic and everything, but... I love the Scottish. They, I, I read a fucking brilliant article on it the other day and I can't even remember what his argument was, I wish I could remember, but he said that, you know, they should be looking towards this battle in 1400 when, you know, they had a king, you know, and the, like the, you know, this specific battle where they got fucking slaughtered, you know, he should be looking towards... Clod- the, you know, battle of Clodden. I can't remember what it was. It was after the ba- yeah, after the Battle of Bannockburn, um, where they fucking they 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 kicked the English asses, didn't they? Yeah. Well, a, a week later, we met him. We met him on the battlefield of Culloden, and we fucking slaughtered him. Mm. I think there's a place now. I think there's a place in Stirling now where there's a where there's a sign saying like, "This is the place where the English came to our line." Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, we decimated an yeah. entire fucking platoon. Like yeah, do you know what, mate? Those th- those times were horrific, weren't they? Yeah. But uh, what was the attitudes like of somebody in the fourteen hundreds? Just we're gonna go, we're gonna rape all the women, kill the children, and burn a fucking village well, down. Well, straight away, think about this: Richard the fucking Lionheart. He wasn't uh, far behind William Wallace. You know, I'm sure he must have been twenty years before William Wallace. What, like that. What's that? Richard the Lionheart. Just the Pope called crusade. He went right. Sound the what? The Pope called a crusade. Um, the Pope. You know, the Pope, the Catholic yeah. Pope, you know. The went, Pope in Italy called a crusade. Yes, you know, to to Jerusalem. Okay. And Richard the Lionheart 
after Salah, Salah Houdin fucking took over Jerusalem, and yeah. they called a crusade to take it back, you know, and Richard the Lion went right, went right down. The entire southern army of England, you coming with me? <laughs> Straight overseas, off he went, off he fucking went, just like that. How the fuck did he get that message for one? Um, what do you mean? How the fuck did he get a message from Rome? Well, that's just what happened back then. There was crusades all the fucking past the time. So he took Richard the Lionheart. Mm-hmm. took the southern army the entire southern army of england to jerusalem to jerusalem to go and take it back and he succeeded in taking it back um i didn't know they, that but i'd say he succeeded they, they seized it and fucking then he came to a truce and all sorts of fucking you know it's just fucking for, for about 300 fucking years jerusalem was just traded hands between fucking <laughs> muslims and fucking catholics and christians you know the well, Christians, whatever. I don't, I don't even fucking know anything and about religion. Now Jewish. The, See, a lot of people mistake Jews for Christians. They're not the fucking I Jewish. I don't Jewish, understand how. Because um, the, they think, oh, well, that's the place Christ was born, so they must be a Christian. <laughs> no, the, the the religion there is Jewish. Mm-hmm. Um, but the it was just fucking trade hands. You know, that was just the normal. You know, that was just the complete norm. You know, for example, no, no people don't realise it. But the Crusades, Genghis Khan, William Wallace, Richard the Lionheart, Salah Houdin, fucking all the great Tsars of all over the Middle East, you know, all the big massive Chinese emperors and the Japanese emperors and everything, were all within the same hundred years across the planet. You know, it's fucking just what happened. Fucking the, the, Imagine the, if they all bumped into the, each other. Did the sun give off some radiation or something? And on, on this specific day, these super babies were fucking born that just decided to try and take over the world. Fuck things you up, know, man. The you know, what do you think about it? Technology was really was really advancing around them, weren't they? They were mm-hmm. fucking the bow and arrows with that being turned into fucking crossbows. Or but they're probably thinking, fucking hell, we can take on anybody. But the technology was spreading the, all over the world. The, the best laugh with it is that technically, for the time. They'd actually gone back in time by about 1,500 years. What do you mean? Well, you know, the armour. The armour was brilliant. The swords were fucking brilliant. You know, all these, you know, special metals and everything. But the weapons specifically had not advanced at all since Greece. You know, yeah, they just hadn't advanced. No, I agree. No, agree. They advanced on certain levels. But... Gunpowder was the fucking turning like, point, wasn't like it? Like, for example, the Viking, like the Vikings, that's a good example, when they were around in 1800, when, when 800, sorry, when they took over England and all that stuff. They at the time were considered the most advanced race of the time, mm. right? And there's a couple of things people don't know about this. The Vikings were the first people ever to colonise America. The Vikings? They colonised America and went, well, hang on, there's no people here to fucking rape. There's nobody to rob. There's nothing here, so let's fuck off. <laughs> back on the ships, back they came. So there was nothing went to do in America? all the way around Iceland, Greenland, the Antarctic, down Canada to fucking America. And they found dig sites where they found them. You know, weapons and stuff like that. You're shitting me. They went all that fucking way, fucking nearly a thousand years before we did. Before Columbus? Yeah. Um, so what about Native Americans? They, well, they didn't go that far down. They were right. all down, all the way down to the south, weren't right, they? Right, right, right. Um, you know, and they literally went there and it was just field grass and Vikings don't give a shit about that. They mm-hmm. want fucking people and gold. You know, yeah. they're like, well, f- f- what's the fucking point? Fucking, yeah. let's go back. You know, I found that fascinating. I only found that out the other week watching a documentary. Uh, do you know what documentaries fucking encapsulate me the most? The Romans. 
I didn't realise how fucking super advanced Rome was compared to the rest of the world. I, I mean, they had like flushing fucking toilets 300, 400 years before oh, everybody. Oh, even more, like fucking a thousand years before everybody oh, else. Oh, Those cities had libraries and schools and universities oh, oh, where everybody else was fighting with each other. No, that's what I mean. Like, your Egyptian empires, the original ones, you know, the most advanced empires of the time. Then the Greek empires, the Roman empires, the Viking empires, Mongol, you know, all these different empires. And they all seemed to collapse and technology went out the fucking window and everybody yeah. started again. You know, like Rome, Rome, for example. But, you know, obviously they left stuff like baths behind and everything like that. The second the Romans fucked off, aqueducts just went out yeah. the window. Sewers went out the window. Fucking it all went out the window. See, there's a massive theory going around that 40, 50, 60, 100,000 years ago, they had technology. They had electrics, maybe a, a type of computer. It wasn't a computer computer like we see now, but they had electrical components and digital, not digital things, analog, and no systems in place, right? This is up to 100,000 years ago. And there was a, a fucking horrific event that happened, right, that killed uh, the Egyptians, for example, and um, we all had to start again. That, that's the theory behind it. Um, and people say, well, why, why can't they find in pieces of circuit board? How long do you think a circuit board's going to last? Do you think a circuit mm-hmm. board's going to last for 100,000 years? Yeah. It's like, the, do you know the Sphinx? What are Egyptologists saying that Sphinx is? They're saying it's 8,000 years old, aren't they? The Sphinx? Something, something stupid, yeah. Well, they found the, they've done the carbon dating right on the Sphinx, right? And they found rain, mm-hmm. rainwater on the Sphinx. And um, this carbon dating is supposed to put the Sphinx 20,000 years before mm-hmm. it was fucking built. How the fuck were these civilizations yeah. building pyramids 40,000 years? 40,000 BC? How You tell me how a civilization is building a pyramid 40,000 years it's before there was any type of tools? Just, just the way the advancement of technology, you know, it's just fucking mad. Like, for example, like you said, the Romans, the most advanced people of the time, you know, they had all these fucking legions, big fuck-off shields, loads of armour, dead good swords and everything. Second the Roman Empire collapsed, everybody was fucking running around in fucking loincloths with fucking wooden shields and mm-hmm. fucking swords. I couldn't understand it. Couldn't understand. Mm-hmm. Right, let's say now, let's say um, the super volcano erupts now in Iceland. Not well, not the big one. You that went the, off. The, the one that's the size of Iceland. The one, yeah, there's there's two, isn't there? There was a big one that grounded all the planes, but there's an even bigger one yeah. there. Right, let's say that erupts now and it blackens the earth for a hundred years, right? Everybody's gonna die. Yeah. If there's no sun getting through for hundred years, everybody's gonna die. Yeah. Uh, my takeover of the galaxy kit's getting broke out then. Yeah. Yeah, you you might be able to fucking that'll be one and only time where you might have a good chance to yeah. colonise the world. <laughs> right. So that erupts, right? For a hundred years it's dark, right? You're gonna kill off at least what? Ninety percent, ninety percent of the fucking technology is going to go out the fucking window. Technology is going to go out the window, right? How long is it going to take? How is it even possible for the for the human race to recover with a ninety percent wipeout? Because that's only going to be pockets of people later and everywhere. It's going to take tens of thousands of years. Paper is going it, to. It's uh, estimated that will take approximately ten thousand years. If have you ever seen any of the documentaries where it says a. Uh, uh, after humans. Have you ever seen any of those documentaries, no. right? It tells you what had happened, like, it starts off, like, one hour after humans disappear. So, all of a sudden, all human life on the planet disappears. Right? Mm-hmm. That's that's the story. It doesn't tell you how or why. And it tells you what happens, right? After a week, all the oil refineries, because it's refining that much oil, all the oil refineries fucking start to explode, right? Yeah. And it reckoned it takes 10,000 years for all life 
of uh, on this planet to be complete any evidence of life on this planet to completely fucking get eradicated mm-hmm. the tallest skyscraper in 10,000 years there will be nothing left the skyscraper will fall and everything that was involved with the skyscraper will just then become part of the land do you know what I mean the, yeah. the earth will just move there'd be no history of roads or anything like that all the statues the Statue of Liberty would degrade and break down every house and everybody that's 10,000 years right if 90% of the planet gets wiped out Mm-hmm. Uh, in ten thousand years, we're not going to be, we won't be fucking recolonizing and fucking that and building computers. It's going to take, say, I say it takes a ho- at least a hundred thousand years for us to get to the point of where they were in fourteen hundred BC. Right? Mm-hmm. Are they going to think? Could they turn around and say, well, fucking a hundred thousand years ago, they had computers and automobiles? There's not going to be any evidence of that driving nope. around, is there? So they would have to start again, and would they come up with all these fucking stupid stories? How, how do we know that all these fucking stories of religion and everything aren't just fucking? dead advanced beings for fucking thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago all your gods and everything else you know it wasn't just the fucking well, if you top notch armies at the time I mean how old is the planet supposed to be I mean fucking that's about 5 billion years old yeah that's, that's what I heard are you telling me it took us 5 billion years to get to where we are now are you telling me that the civilizations before us um I know there was Neanderthals, and Neanderthals had bigger brains than us, and all right, they were running around in fucking, frilly fucking, uh, frilly fucking, um, I don't know, burst in high school. I find it very difficult to believe that it's took us five billion years now to, uh, I don't know, to be able to ring somebody across the fucking yeah. room. It, I, I think it is very plausible for a million years ago, which is a blink of the, a blink, a million years is a blink of an eye in terms of the universe, isn't it? Yeah. Right? It's not even a nap, it's a fucking, it's a blink of an eye. A million years ago, is it possible for there to have been a civilization as advanced as what we are now? I know it's crazy to think, but it may, could, could be possible. Yeah. Um, the, I do like the theories of that, if you know what I mean. Um, but I just still find it fascinating that over the space of 7,000 years, officially, you know, they're just the official things. They were like, they've advanced up to a certain point, then it's gone to shit. And they've advanced up to a certain thing, it's just, Fucking gone to shit every yeah. fucking time. Until around about 1500, we were just as advanced as fucking 2000 years ago. Yeah, correct. At the, at the time, correct. At the time, we may have been the most advanced. I'm not say we, you know, whoever the hell was the most advanced, yeah. you know, people at the time, civilization, mm. may have been the most powerful civilization at that time. But they're probably still just advanced as the most advanced civilization 2000 years pre. Correct. You know, then all of a sudden. Stuff started getting properly discovered then, you know, gunpowder came on the yeah, scene. Education you know. uh, had evolved around the 1500s, yeah. education but was just really starting to pick up mathematics. It's one of the main bullshit. fascinating things I like. Think about it, right? You get right now your best fucking, your most expensive soldier in the world, you know, with the most body armor on. You're the ones with all the full on sleeves, the shoulder pads, everything, you know, the proper body armor. Mm. You fucking shoot them and it barely goes through at yeah. all unless it's a fucking super bullet. Fire a fucking arrow at him, see what happens. It'll go right through, right I'm through, not, fucking through him. I can't understand that. How can an arrow, an arrow go through Kevlar but a bullet can't? I can't it's fucking understand mad. that. It's just complete doolally. Um, you've got fucking Genghis Khan fucking 700 years ago robbing technology off the Chinese, which is the only technology in the world at the time that could stop an arrow with fabric. You know, and he clad his entire armies. I in didn't it. know that. You know, it, well, what else? The Chinese, because they had such threats from Mongolia before they built the wall, they developed fabrics that literally the arrows would hit it, and they'd get stuck in the fabric. Really? They'd, they'd wrap up in the fabric. Yeah, it would bruise them, though. It would, it, it would hurt, yeah. but it would never go through. You might yeah. get a little 
pinprick. Yeah. It would it's never go through. It was almost impossible. And, you know, it... It's fucking documented and everything, you know, yeah. all text and everything that he tested these fucking things to fuck. Fired everything at them. You know, fucking fired ballista at them and all sorts. You know, you know, massive fucking torpedo style arrows. Right. You know, Roman right. type shit. Yeah. He fired them and even a ballista would, whoever the fuck it was, was probably going to fucking die anyway off the fucking impact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it still wouldn't pierce it, you know. Really? And, you know, and they had all these, they had these pure, oh, they had these pure fabrics that would stop arrows, right? Yeah. And our best body armor now, unless it's fucking solid metal, will not fucking stop an arrow. Could, just, that, could that material stop the bullet, though? No. Couldn't. That's, that's so strange, that, isn't it? You would have to get a Kevlar material combination put together, wouldn't you? It's just... That's fucking amazing. Yeah, it's just mad the way it goes, you know, and then... That still blows my mind how fucking arrows can go through yeah. Kevlar. It must split the Kevlar. Yeah. It must fucking... The, the thinness of the arrow must split the Kevlar. Mm-hmm. Where the bullet is that fucking... The mass of the bullet must hit it and it just like, gets dispersed. The only part of it. bulletproof jackets and stuff like that that'll stop an arrow is the metal plate. Yeah. You know, that's over your heart. Um, end of the day, or I'm pretty sure that if an arrow fucking goes through you, you're going to fucking know about Oh, it. yeah, yeah. You just yeah. go for the organs, don't you, every time. Yeah. If you're going to kill somebody, it's the organs you go for. You know, um, and the main thing with your arrows is that they'll cut through arteries much easier. Oh. You know, your bullet... Well, they serrate them, don't they, yeah. as well, so they make more of a mess when they get well, pulled out. Your bullet... Um, we're well off subject there, but... I know, but it's fucking bu- good, though. Ah, your bullet will hit that. someone, and more often than not, unless they hit an artery dead on, the artery will just push out of the way as it goes through, if you know what I mean. Mm. You know, it might graze it type of thing, you know, it will fucking hurt, obviously. But you don't have to nick an artery don't mean it's game over. Yeah, I know, but an arrow will nick it. It will. Oh, yeah, you know, if it's anywhere it. near that artery, it's fucking nicking it. Um So that's you reckon that's uh, the the uh, if civilization ever fucking breaks down, you reckon a bow and arrow's the way to go? More than likely. Think about it. Derek Skillen, actual gun skillen on Twitter, he's just recently bought a fucking crossbow. Not a crossbow. He's bought a fucking... One of the proper new ones. One of the proper new ones. The yeah. power in them compared to the fucking... The olden days. It's about five times more powerful than an English longbow, which at the time was the most powerful bow and arrow you could find. You know... Some of the ranges on those, see if you shoot a bow and arrow up in the air and it can travel far. You can get really... I mean, it's not going to go a fucking mile, but it can yeah. go a fucking yeah. long-ass way. But back on the subject of war... Um, what is it good for? The Absolutely nothing. The, like, back to the Genghis Khan thing, you know, the people at the time, you know, imagine if people, those specific people could live now. I bet you know money, they'd fucking take over everything. You know, if they had the technologies that you've got now, let's say in America where you can go and buy assault rifles, they'd fucking raise an army. Assault rifles? Somehow. You know, you know, assault rifles and fucking all the different fucking weapons that you've got out there. And not the, it's illegal to own an automatic weapon, isn't yeah. it? It's got to be semi. Um, but... Apparently it's like, easily converted though. Like he, he just went fucking complete bananas, Genghis Khan. Like you know, and as soon as he found this fabric that could stop new arrows, you know, when he got it, and you know, he fucking he got it, and he said, right, bought the tech. He literally bought the technology. He'd raided Chinese caravans and stuff like that, mm. and it took a Chinese about six months to realise all of a sudden all the caravans were none of them were coming back, yeah. and then they got word that somebody united all of Mongolia. And you get China went, oh fuck, because mm. it was what they didn't want. Because they'd been bribing Mongolia for hundreds of years to all, for all the tribes to not fuck out of each other because mm. they wouldn't come towards them because they knew there was hundreds of thousands of them. Oh, motherfucker. And they all fought on horseback and they were all way more vicious. Mm. You know, way more vicious, way Savages. more technologically advanced. And 
you know, and these these people didn't have cities, they didn't have towns. Their towns moved with them. You know, <laughs> their fucking huts just piled up on the fucking cart and off they went. That's what they did. They just moved in a caravan. You know, and they couldn't. There's nowhere to find them. You know, yeah. you've got to attack them. And sadly, there's a fucking hundred thousand horsemen in your way. You know, and Genghis Khan, you know, got hold of all these fucking fabrics, got them clad. He didn't give a shit about how much it cost. He just went right, clad every single fucking warrior in this stuff and let's go and fucking take that wall down you know mm-hmm. and they followed this wall it just didn't stop fucking until they found a gate <laughs> do you want to know how and it's it's literally proven you know it's written in every history even cool. the Chinese history how he did it who's this uh, Genghis Khan yeah he took a few horsemen a load of horsemen up to the walls to ask for entry blah 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 they all got shot she said right sound who got shot? Um, the Mongolians. The Mongolians. The yeah. Mongols. So then he said, uh, so then he went, right, here's so many horsemen, about 50 odd horsemen, right, yous are all going to die. <laughs> that, that's literally what he said, right. He went, yous are all going to die. And he put all his fabric on them, covered them in this fucking fabric, mm-hmm. you know, proper full armour, like, he went, right, and here's a big chest. Now, Mongolia didn't give a shit about money, but all this stuff they'd raided, they'd just done it just to wind the Chinese up. Yeah. They didn't give a fuck about it, and they piled everything they had onto this humongous cart. And this, these gatehouses were, you know, controlled by several hundred warriors or whatever. Yeah. With fucking bows and arrows and that shit. Your local commander or whoever the fuck it would be for the area. Malicious. You know, you know would be the, the, the leader, you know, yeah. obviously reporting to the government still. Now, there were two governments in China back then. Right. North and, north and south. Now, he started in the south. He went up there, got his hundred warriors to, char- to charge up to the fucking 50 gate. Warriors. Whatever amount of warriors, right. it was a good amount. Was, I'm sure it was like seven horses wide. This area, and he got them to charge up to this fucking gate. Mm. And for some reason, he just said to them, "Just fire arrows at them." They couldn't hit them. <laughs> There's battlements, you know, fucking little slits, yeah. you know. So they all started firing with this big gold cart on them, mm. and they fired it fucking back. And this gold cart was laden to fuck with gold, <sighs> right? And it just sat there outside, wow. and literally, he had his entire army on horseback. Round the corner, literally round the corner of this little fucking, uh, you know, like a little pass, little pass. Yeah. The entire army assembled there, just waiting. No one could see him. The Chinese waited for a day, and they were like, oh, "Look at all that fucking gold and rubies and fucking." Next thing, fucking, they gotta have it, you know. So, a couple of them open the gates, out they go. They go up, pick the first piece of gold up, and it's a fake lid. Lid falls off. There's a thousand fucking doves in it. The doves fly off. You go on gold and go. The doves. Round the fucking corner through the gate, and they took over the entire fucking continent. Oh China. my god! You know, that, what a clever, clever man! I just thought, who the fuck thinks of that? How could you even think of that? That's time, fucking you know? clever, man! Right, we're literally coming into the last seven minutes of the yeah. podcast, so we're one uh, subject that I really want to talk about is we've got Ask FN and World Terror. What do you want to hit? Oh, World Terror, everybody more or less knows anyway. You know, yeah. blah blah blah. Moral of the story, 19 countries abandoned by the West because mm. of terror chatter. You know, mm. should we have abandoned the countries? You know, should we have stayed there and just increased security? They had to do it because of what happened in Iran. Yep. Uh, the, the, Libya. The, Libya, sorry. Yeah, the fucking, the American consulate or the American embassy got fucking um, invaded and fucking the, the, the ambassador. ambassador got fucking killed. So yeah. they had to be seen to do something. Um but they were also trying to, um, they were also trying to, and not not necessarily put forward, but they were also 
trying to bring some credibility to spying on everybody's emails yeah. as well, didn't he? Um, and everybody's chatter. So, like in the background, they didn't yeah. say it, but they, they did say this. I think one of the main things was, though, they jumped ship and they'd heard that this, you know, the these two, they'd caught chatter between these two main men in Al Qaeda. They oh, were yeah. planning a big attack yeah. on an embassy in the Middle East. That was very vague. Yeah, you know, the attack didn't come back, come to fruition. But the main argument behind it is, every single time these two men talk to each other, what we're going to do? Abandon the country? Mm. You know, it's just the right attitude for these countries that we're supposed to be in. Did the attack not come to fruition though? Because everybody fucked off. Possibly, but nothing ended up happening. But. Is it the right policy to do that? To you know, we don't negotiate with terrorists, but we run away when they threaten us. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, yeah, it, yeah. Fucking didn't even look at it like that. No. The thing that struck me most, Declan, is that in a week it was all over. They like, moved them out, and then within the week it was like, all right, no, everybody can go back now. Um, but isn't you know, Yemen accused the American government and British government and everybody else of just abandoning them? Yeah. You know, we've put a lot of resources into Yemen trying to fight the Al Qaeda that's in the mountains there. And the second that they issue any type of a threat, they all just go, right, whoosh, off we go. Yeah. Now, I'm fucking certain... First time we've done it, though. No, I'm fucking certain that our embassies, you must be able to fit a good few fucking soldiers in these embassies. It's very strange, you know, because the, if your government gives you the order not to fucking defend yourself, they don't defend themselves. The uh, film Argo, uh, the embassy in Iran in the 70s, right, they had soldiers there, they had marines there, right, and they, all the marines got fucking... Um, uh, got killed because... Uh, the government said that don't don't defend yourself. If that was me, and I fucking knew there was fucking ten thousand fucking people outside my gates, whoever's coming through that door is going to get a fucking shot. Yeah, um, but whether or not I think it was the right attitude, I don't know. Uh, you know, certainly not having your ambassador ambassador get killed is the worst possible scenario. Massive, but, it's massive, mate. You know, but is it the right attitude to run away? You know, mm. what happens in a couple of weeks when these two fellas get on to each other again? You're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. Yeah. Because if they were, if something, if there would have been a big attack and somebody mm-hmm. would have died, and uh, it would have come out that uh, yeah. we knew about it, they would have been fucked. So mm-hmm. I think it was the right thing to do. It was the, the right um, thing to do. It was just cautious. It's, it, if it had the potential to save one person's life, one father, one son's life, it was the right thing to do. Well, the or one mother, one daughter, even. But I just don't think it sends the right message to you know terrorists. Right, ask FM in the last five minutes, Declan, go. Um, ask FM has had loads of fucking flack the mm-hmm. last few days, right. at least in this country anyway. From, I don't know if you watched it on the news. Yeah, Heavily that, involved in it. That um, girl that killed herself because mm-hmm. she was getting bullied on Ask FM. Mm-hmm. Um, now, it's an anonymous website. Mm-hmm. That's why it's called Ask. Now, I don't know why it's called Ask FM. I don't think it's got anything to do with music, but mm. you can go on there and you're anonymous, you can just ask people anything you want. Your IP address is anonymous, you know, though, is it? Yeah, but you know what I mean. But it's anonymous unless you're a fucking lo- you're a We're gonna genius. We're going to let this run into overtime. Uh, we'll let this run into overtime. The, but Ask FM, um, basically, on the, you know, people can go on, they make their own profile, and people just send them questions. And I know you've got, yeah, a similar, yeah. you've got a similar thing on Tumblr, I think. Right. Um, but people are obviously are going to go on there and go, you know, oh, look at you, you know, you fat bitch, you know, yeah. send you something, you know. Uh, you know, yeah, that's yeah. what happens. Now, I've been on the internet now fucking hell, 15 years, you know, and I've come round to the fucking conclusion that there's lots of dickheads on the internet. <laughs> and literally... Yeah. and Which is an understatement. Now, there's three things you can do in this scenario, right? Let's say I'm on Ask FM, which I'm not. Um, you've got three scenarios. 
someone asks you a question, basically abusing you in this question. Yeah, yeah. You either reply with wit, if you've got any. Yeah. No, I don't. So, um, <laughs> second option is either ignore them, mm-hmm. which I do, mm-hmm. or fucking log off. Yeah. Delete your account if mm-hmm. you're fucking that affected by it. Mm-hmm. Now, her dad, now, fair enough, it, absolutely terrible, you know, he must be absolutely devastated, you know, about no. everything. But he's directing the flack towards Ask FM. Now, saying that Ask FM doesn't have enough um, moderators on it and doesn't have enough this to stop this from happening. But it doesn't matter how well you moderate something, it's not going to stop somebody from just logging on and going, you're a dickhead. Do you not know about the news that broke today, then, about this girl who killed herself? That she allegedly sent the messages to herself? A lot. Uh, it was only two or three messages. Yeah. But it was only when people saw her own post to herself. Yeah. That, now, this is all coming from Ask FM. They'll, Whether or not it's it. bullshit or not is yeah. another matter, isn't Ask it? Ask FM has said that she had multiple accounts and mm-hmm. she was just messaging but herself, kill herself, and other people said the same thing, so I just agreed with her. I've, um, I don't think that story is... Credible. Uh, not that part of the story, but the whole thing it just doesn't sound right. You know, how old was she? Thirteen, something like that. 13, 14, no, 15. I just don't think that just a, that cyberbullying could, have, you know, tweaked her. You know, mm. I, I just don't. I know people are relatively, you know, not weak, but you know, mm. that way inclined. You yeah. know, to, to be able I've to never break, understood you know, how somebody can say kill themselves. You know what? I'm gonna do that. You know, that's what I'm gonna do. Somebody said kill himself. Then fuck him. Now. I did have a look online now, whether or not it's true or not, because no one can get any proof. Because it's all anonymous, you know. People have been throwing about little things where they've tracked IP addresses and stuff like that about it. But not only was she allegedly abusing herself, you know, for attention or something. You know, she might have been fucking going to her dad saying, "Oh, look, someone sent me this," you know, for attention. Um, The but people have also said that she was doing the exact same thing to other people. Really, didn't know that. Didn't know that. But I don't know whether that's true or not. I know. I, I just don't think it just doesn't swing right at all. You know. I tell you what, though, the amount of attention Ask FM is doing, the fucking traffic to the website has gone up four thousand percent. I know. And, and all, all the advertisers have jumped ship because they're knobheads. Not all of them. Well, quite a few. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, imagine if you're an advertiser, if you're ruthless, mm-hmm. you could think, "Oh my fucking god, all this extra traffic is yeah. coming to us. Now we can just keep it on there. We might make more money." Yeah. Now, this comes down to the main subject of the matter, which is a heavy thing on Twitter, heavy thing on Facebook, Tumblr, all of them, which is how far is too far when it comes to punishing somebody online Ooh. who is a troll, as people call them. You know, I just call them knobheads. I don't really like calling them a troll. That yeah. labels them as something else. You know, as far as yeah. I'm concerned, they're just a dick. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. Troll sort of glamorises it, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, as far as I'm concerned, they're just in a very lame way. Dick. You know, literally yeah. a dick. Yeah. Um, they get a lot of attention, trolls, don't I know. they? An awful lot of attention. Well, regardless of what they do, anybody who wants attention, go on fucking YouTube. Go on a video where loads of people are going on there going, oh, it's a brilliant video. Go up there and say this video's shit. Yeah. And how many people are going to reply to you? Oh, fucking, fucking shit loads. Dozens. No, you're going to get death threats and everything. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, how far is too far? Like, a lot of people from Twitter have been getting arrested recently, you know, for I trolling. Know, I know. I like to call it trolling. Um, yeah, but there's a difference between trolling and threatening somebody that they're going to rape them and then kill them and then fucking wear, well, the, wear the skin as a skin suit. Well, that's the thing. You know, how far is too far, you know? But he seems to think that Ask FM should make it stricter. And, you know, 
and how uh, how should they do that? How would it, their whole website is built on that anonymous thing? That's why people go on there. Yeah. You know, people go on there to be anonymous, yeah. to do anonymous things. Mm-hmm, More often than not, dirty fucking reasons. The vast majority yeah. of them, let's face yeah, facts. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I do agree that their age limit is a bit too low. Mm. Um, I think their age limit is twelve on the. Now let's face facts. Any twelve-year-old girl on there is just going to get fucking. Weirdo fucking oh, yeah. chatting her yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Like spin uh, chat roulette as well. Chat yeah. roulette's got fucking any age limit on there as yeah. well. You can restrict it, thank fuck. Um, the well, I I just I don't know if it's the right thing. It just seems to be a lot of flack getting thrown about about moderating the internet, not just social networking as, as well. You know, just seems to be lots of stuff getting thrown about about more rules, more rules on this, more rules on that, and I don't like the idea of that now. I'm not exactly a big, massive, you know, internet activist at all. Mm. But I do think that you need a certain amount of freedom on there. You really do. You know, don't get me wrong. If someone's fucking sent somebody a fucking message saying, as you said, I'm going to wear your fucking skin as a skin suit. Or I've left a fucking parcel bomb yeah, in your house or something. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Let's fucking do them. Yeah. But short of sending somebody a message saying, fucking kill yourself. Mm. You know. I know. I, don't, I know. I know. You know. That's just fucking stupid, that, isn't it? Uh but the one thing that I've learned lately is that freedom of speech doesn't extend to the yeah. internet. But oh, it's very, I, very, very inhibited. I don't, I don't like people blaming the social networking site. I I dislike that. I, the simple fact of the matter is that some knobhead out there, if it is e- if if it is even a knobhead, if it might might have been her, mm. has told her to go and kill herself. That's on his fucking head. Is it an arrestable offence? Is it even a punishable offence? Mm, I don't know, because it's just words, isn't it? You know, what happens if you go outside and just say to somebody, fucking, oh, fuck off, kill yourself? Yeah, go w- fucking w- kill w- yourself. Would anything Do happen? Do us all you know? a favour and go and fucking take a very long run off of very short cliff. You know. Which is theoretically the same thing as yeah, saying to somebody you know. go and kill yourself. No. Isn't it? Or go and play with traffic. No. Yeah, exactly. You know, and Go and play in the M6. And I just don't... For, for, to me, I think there must have been... If she's done that, because of people abusing her. If people have been abusing her. You know, Ask FM obviously is going to go on the defensive. Yeah. You know, they really are. Whether or not it was the right thing to come out with that, mm. I don't know. You know, that might be One thing that's come out of it, that's one fucking popular website yeah. now, isn't it? Uh, everybody knows everybody, about it. Everybody fucking knows about it. I've tried my hardest not to log on and have a look at it, mate. And I'm so far fucking, fucking seceded. But if that ever drops out, I might just go in and see what it's all fucking yeah. about. Um, if, if um, Ask FM... I just didn't like the way Ask FM was getting so much flack. Now, on the in the modern world, let's face facts, schools. There's your big one. How many people get bullied at school? Oh no, you know, oh, no. You know, should you blame the school? You know, where's all Quite the sc- possible? Do you know, you know, where's where's all the scandals for? Bullying at school, fucking, I, I, you know, there was bullying at my school. That is at that school up the that road. That is a different type of. I sort I do understand where you're coming from because the school you could say is basically the social networking site. Uh-huh. Everybody um, everybody meets in this one area well, and they're bullying at school. Is it the school's fault? You just blew my fucking mind. It is a social network, isn't it? School. <laughs> just with education on the side, you know. Yeah. It is a social network. It's where you fucking learn everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's, what's to come. You know, and then you learn how to fucking shag it when you're about 11 these days. Boom. You know, according, according to fucking 
most of these Christians. Fucking, you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, if you want to know what age people start learning about fucking in school, ask a Christian. Well, it's fucking my fucking daughter who's eight who's in fucking union school. They're now doing sex education. All the Christians know. It does seem to be getting younger, though, doesn't it? Yeah. People just seem to be getting fucking sex education early. Well, I thought the uh, piss was how you make babies up until I was nine. <laughs> I was convinced. Convinced that's how you. Mean. I mean, I was generally convinced that is how you I mean. You put your cock in and you start pissing. And I don't even want to know who's told you that fucking story that's made you think that. I just caught <laughs> with that. That was that was just how I fucking came up with it. I put my fucking penis in a girl and a weed. Yeah. Um. And up until I was nineteen, <laughs> I believe that. No, yeah, you gave it a go. Um, um, yeah, we've all done a bit of golden showers, haven't we? The, um, no, no golden n- showers. No, right, not okay. exactly. Just um, me then. Just me then. I just, I just don't like the idea of them getting flat. Sometimes with the media. Especially you know, knowing it was Sky News, they fucking don't half pester somebody when they've got when they've got a story. They won't fucking yeah. let go. They'll no, push it. No. Did you see it on the news? They were fucking knocking on the door at Ask FM. Mm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking hell, I'd have twatted yeah. him. Yeah. You know, if the way he was, you know, you're a random employee, right? You do not represent that company. You just fucking work for that bastard company, unless you're a spokesman or yeah. high up. Yeah. You know, just some random fucking clerk who probably types cold all day like that. No, he's fucking coming back from his fucking ciggy break and he's fucking getting pestered by some reporter. Fuck off. What tickles me about Sky News is they will go to anywhere on the planet and still act like they're reporting in England, in the United Kingdom. Like, there's still the rules governing them that you can't hit me because I've got a cameraman and I'm reporting there so people can see what's going on. People don't give a fuck. They're at some tax dodgers house, one of the top, uh, what the top, what was it, the top 10, top 20 tax dodgers. Got released, didn't it, in the mm-hmm. United Kingdom, right? Uh, uh, not it wasn't tax dodges, was it? It was for fraud. Yeah, tax, tax fraud. fraud. Your tax fraud, yeah. And the top ten actually got pub- published on the in local uh, media outlets. And they went to Spain to this fella, a British fucking uh, Sky reporter, went to Spain to this guy who uh, apparently defrauded the United Kingdom or something like four million dollars. And the guy just laughed. The guy just <laughs> laughed and said, "I don't want to talk about it." <laughs> the it just it just fascinates me, you know, the way they won't let go. I just can't fathom how, in any way, one percent of the blame's on Ask FM, maybe. Yeah. For not for maybe not moderating the age. Um Well they're but, taking it serious, aren't they, that they're not spying on but, accounts you know, and accounts. I've I've never used Ask FM properly, but I've looked at it and I've seen what it's like and there's Big fat reporter problem buttons everywhere. Yeah, I was just about to go, go you know, onto that exact subject. There's a big pissy thing at the moment. At the moment, isn't it about Twitter not be not doing enough to uh, to be able to uh, I don't know um, uh, report things. There fucking is. On every tweet, you can go to report and report. The problem is that Twitter aren't fucking following it up. That's the problem, isn't yeah. it? Uh, you know, it's not a fucking minority report. Fucking can't predict it's going to happen. It's yeah. fucking you got a bastard. Tell us. <laughs> You know, that's what Twitter must be like, generally. Mm, yeah. You know. If five people block an account for spam, that account automatically becomes suspended. It only mm-hmm. takes five people to block it. But if somebody generates a, a complaint, like an official complaint, and you go through it, why, why are you getting a complaint? Is it sexually explicit? Blah, blah, blah. Is it violence? Are they posting up graphic porn and all that mm-hmm. bollocks, right? The pro- a lot of the argument is that it's great that we can log our issue, but Twitter just aren't fucking coming back to us. Yep. Can you imagine the infrastructure? I mean, what is it? Average something like 100 million people a day fucking yeah. regularly tweet on for 100 million a day. Let's say 10% of that. What's that? 10 fucking million people? Yep. Let's say less. 1% of that. 1 million people mm-hmm. making complaints. Um, Even less. Well, imagine 100,000 people a day making complaints. How the fuck say, do you go through all those complaints? If you look at Ask FM, you know, that's a good example. 
38 people work at Ask FM. <laughs> <laughs> There's hardly exactly going to be a high turnover of complaints you there. You can't monitor it. Hasn't the NSA just come out and said that uh, they only actually monitor 1.6% of all traffic? Yeah. Well, they don't. They actually record 100% of all traffic. Yeah, they can only go through 1.6%. Yeah, they can go through 1.6%. Better, better hire some of them fucking hundreds of thousand Chinese immigrants <laughs> to fucking get in. Fucking get it done. The, 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 the good thing for the for the NSA is that if, the, if you do ping up on their radar... If they've never listened to your conversation before, they can now because yeah. you've pinged up on their um, radar. The, uh, Are they monitoring the world, or is it just the United? <laughs> is it just the United States? You just don't fucking know, do you? Yeah, do, do they have the capability to monitor every conversation uh, I, all the time? I suppose they've got the capability to do it and the storage to do it because they've got some fucking major data centers. Yeah, you know? understandable. But Six billion people. Let's say a bil- let's say one billion people of it are online. Four billion people are online. Four now. billion people are four, online. Four billion people in the world have got smartphones. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, that's amazing that you can't monitor that. You can't even store all that. See now how fucking cheap they are in fucking India and China. No. You can fucking buy smartphones for 20 quid. What type of smartphone? You know, fucking a shit smartphone made by fucking, you know. <laughs> yum yum. Fucking, you know, something doolally. Yum yum well, technology. Well, you've seen that iPad fucking uh, rival that they released in India, didn't you? When the iPad came out. And in India, it was average 600 quid in our money. Our actually, so it's fucking 1,000, 1,100 billion rupees yeah. over there. You know, they were fucking, they released, you know, their own cheaper version. Fucking 18 pound. <laughs> <laughs> and it had everything the iPad had, but it was just shit. Yeah, you know, it'd yeah. probably fucking break after a minute. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. But people have just got them, you know. You know, just for cheaper, you know, because yeah. they've got their marketing on that, they've got their own labour, just for If it looks like an iPad, it sounds like an iPad, barks like an iPad, it's got to be an iPad. You know, unless it's fact, they've got to release something, because otherwise fucking all the kids are going to keep fucking selling kidneys and everything to yeah. buy more laptops and apples and everything. Let's wrap this motherfucker up. We've got <laughs> two hours and ten minutes. This has been the Go Forth and Amplify podcast from DeskWatchUK.com. We are in no way affiliated with Brian Redband's original setup, but he inspired us to do this podcast this week. Me, Ben Burrows at Brit Podcaster, and Declan Whiteside at The Anarchist Undead on Twitter have hopefully managed to blow your fucking mind. Now, as we say in the United Kingdom, Northern Ireland, Great Britain, and the Commonwealth, thank you very much for joining us. See you on the other side, Ray. <laughs> <laughs>